Happened last night. You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. All right, let's roll. The morning after has begun. It's Friday. And we're freaking stocked. We're stocked as um, as some of you are going to be loaded uh, in a couple of hours uh, since it is uh, Friday. But we're all business. Uh, we're all business. We're going to get you ready uh, for the weekend. Uh, try to put some money in your pocket. Try to entertain you uh, a little bit. And, man, like, this is, like, one of the busiest shows uh, that we've had uh, on uh, the morning after when it comes to guests. I better check my tweet just to to make sure we don't miss anybody. But um, first things first, we'll start off with the Hall of Famer. This is the guest starting in chronological order, but Warren Moon. Mm. Uh, Warren Moon going to join us. And uh, big fan of uh, Warren Moon, uh, Joe. Um, I grew up watching him, actually, with the Edmonton Eskimos uh, before. Washington Huskies, wow. but then the Edmonton Eskimos. And, yeah, I'm old, and plus I'm from Montreal. And the Edmonton Eskimos and the Montreal Alouettes were, like, one of the best rivals. That was, like, the rivalry in the CFL. It was big-time stuff. It was crazy. Like, Marv Levy was the coach of the Alouettes, Warren Moon. And people don't realize, especially in the 70s, the CFL kicked some serious ass. They paid more money than the NFL to some players in some uh, instances. So uh, I'm intrigued and kicked the tires uh, with Warren Moon. And unlike uh, every other jackass jackass, uh, that interviews uh, Warren Moon, tell us what it's like to be a black quarterback. Um, tell us about like <laughs> I want to throw Frances out of the bus, but I saw I saw it was like Super Bowl week. It's like and he went down that road. Tell us about like you know and you it's like dude like he's done that interview like 99 million times. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna ask Warren Moon and I don't know well, how about this Joe? No one's talking about this. Seattle Seahawks like Warren Moon's a Seattle Seahawks guy. Seattle Seahawks Antonio Brown. Name me a better fit that Antonio Brown and the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle is a big playmaker away from being a legitimate team. You, you can't, Russell Wilson can't run around and throw to Doug Baldwin. You expect to go to the Super Bowl every year. I like Doug Baldwin. Give me Antonio Brown and Seattle. It puts them over the top, in my opinion, Joe. I, uh, yeah, what's uh, Taylor, Ga- uh, Taylor Gabriel? I'm talking um, uh, Lockett, too. Uh, you know, they've got a couple of nice second, third slot receivers over there. And Antonio Brown with Russell Wilson puts them in a different category altogether. It really would. It really would. I think it's a perfect fit, actually. All right, we're jam-packed. Warren Moon, Mick Ossie, Joey Odessa, Teddy Covers, Joe Lisi. Bring it. Eventually, it's going to happen. You'll turn the key and your engine won't start. Don't lose your ability to get around. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for a super start battery. Whether it's a reliable economy, hardworking premium, or powerful extreme, you'll find it at an everyday low price. Don't let a dead battery slow you down. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. 
Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I says, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up, and the only thing difference is under 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 8 888-400-0435. 888 400-0435. Morning after Fantasy Sports Radio Television Networks, a sports byline. iHeart. We appreciate uh, whatever uh, medium you're joining us on, including uh, YouTube. Uh, this morning and uh, Roku, Pluto, whatever the uh, all the other uh, all the other platforms. So listen, we really have a lot of stuff to get to on the show today. Um, as far as guests, we literally have five guests uh, on the show. We have five guests, Joe. So yep, I give give you a little bit of a break, you and me, and we'll let, you know we'll be uh, entertained and informed by uh, by our guests, except for Mick Aussie. <laughs> this is crazy. So so Mick. Mick's a great AFL guy, big Denver Bronco guy. Loves the CFL. But um, this is one thing. So we have Warren Moon on. And if we can, guys, Sean, I'll send you the link to the, to the video, actually. So um, Mick has a, his own website and stuff. He's less in the media now than he used to be. He used to, like, really push it. He was kind of ahead of the curve. Like, yeah, I'm talking, like, 20 years ago. Like, he did videos and, you know, like, pre-YouTube even. Like, he was over the top, this guy. Um, so I was at a Super Bowl with him. Uh, with Mick, and it was um, like we had uh, media stuff. Um, it was uh, the Nipplegate game, 2003, I think it was, 2003, 2004, whatnot. And uh, you know, Houston, it was in Houston. Remember Carolina and New England Patriots. So Mick has like the Aussie hat on and everything, the press pass. But in those days, like it was a real circus, and, like media day and like the convention center and stuff. Like it was just sort of starting with the Mexican chicks with the big asses and mm. nut jobs like Mick. Warren Moon was working for Fox, okay? Warren Moon interviewed Mick. Not the other way around. 
at the Super Bowl. I can't. The only problem is it made Mick's head like it, like it made Mick it legitimized him because now he's like, wow, Warren Moon interviewed me. Like, so like Warren Moon's like, people come from all over the world for the Super Bowl and come for Super Bowl. Where are you from? And Warren Moon, mate. And he just went into his stick, Mick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So when Mick saw we had Warren Moon on, of course, he sent me the video. Look, Warren Moon interviewed me at the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm sure it's one of the most memorable for Warren Moon as well. Oh, yeah. No, I bet you. How do you, would you forget? <laughs> if you're Warren Moon, I should bring it up, actually. You remember, we only have limited minutes with him, right? So we'll talk about football. But uh, you notice, like yesterday, we're talking about Johnny Manziel. It, it seems like this week, everything that happens... I sort of know the people, or I got a story behind it. like uh, A picture, yeah, yeah video. Picture, <laughs> pictures, videos. And, okay, the same weekend, the same weekend, Joe, you're going to love this, Joe, actually. So, you know, Rob Dibble, one of my, you know, I love Dibble, former Cincinnati Red, one of the nasty boys. Um, I used to be on, like, an ESPN affiliate, and uh, Dan Patrick and Dibble were on, uh, like, you know, before us or whatever. And so I met Dibble. Uh, in Houston at the Super Bowl, uh, like uh, in a hotel, like you know, earlier in the week around the, the press stuff, etc. So I told him, yeah, yeah, I'm on the station. And he's like, oh, I love Montreal. And yeah, it's time about the Expos. And me and Dibs hit it off. Right, hmm. man? So I was like, hey, grab beer. You know what I mean? So like we started drinking and stuff. And uh, I watched the Super Bowl with Dibble and Mick Aussie. Oh. <laughs> yeah, see, right away. <laughs> Mick Aussie, Mick Aussie, um, he didn't throw up, but he choked, he choked on his beer and sort of upchucked on me and Rob Dibble's feet, except it's on video. We have it. I'll play it. We, we, yeah. When Rick comes on, let's just, I'm dead serious. You can't make this up, bro. You can't. So we played my metal video earlier in the week. I, I have hair. Yeah. You're going to like Dude, I look so greasy in this video. Even me, I'm like, God, I look sleazy. Like, I got, like, sort of long hair and a hat on. I'm wearing, like, the beads. They were giving away those beads. Like, I'm all drunk with Rob Dibble. It was like, the you know, the the war. Well, the war's always going on, right? We're all drunk. Dibble's like, shout out to the troops. <laughs> like, talking about, like, Desert Storm and stuff. And, and then Mick, it's like halftime of the Super Bowl. And then Mick, and you just see, like, my face. And I'm like, oh, dude. And the camera stops oh. and stuff, like. Dibble looks up. Then the next day on ESPN, Dan Patrick's like, hey, Dibs, uh, I didn't see you yesterday. We got separated. You never came in. You never, like, where were you? Didn't see you in a press box. He goes, ah, oh, no. He goes, crazy. He goes, I got wasted with, uh, with one of our affiliate guys in Montreal. And uh, some Australian guy puked on us. <laughs> so Dan Patrick's like, whoa, 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 what? Like, it's like the day after Super Bowl. Janet Jackson, you know, the Flashgate, and here's Dan Patrick and Dibble on ESPN talking about me and Mick, and Dan's like, you yeah. got to tell this story. So he's like, God, oh, some crazy Aussie guy that's on the radio in Montreal threw up on me, and he goes, yeah, it was really too much. I was still in Houston, and I get word from my boss. Of course, like, he blames me, right? You stupid idiot, they're ripping you on ESPN because you threw up on uh, Dibble. Like, I didn't throw up on Dibble, all right? <laughs> yeah. No, definitely was wasn't like, you. He said it wasn't me, and it's on video, and I got all pissed off. Like, it was cool. Uh, that, I could go on and on, but, yeah, it was cool. So he's – Mick's actually coming on soon, so um, 
Yo, we got to get dibs on. So you know what, Sean? Check uh, check your email. I'm going to fire off the links to the videos because Mick's going to call it at about 9.25. So Bryce Harper, uh, I said off the top, um, uh, Joe, and I look forward to your take on this. Yeah, listen, $330 million, God bless him. I'm not, you know, from a monetary standpoint, you know, it's more money than you and I can dream of. Mm. But I'm just stating it seems like a bad deal for both teams, both sides. Like, I look at Manny Machado, 10 years, $300 million, opt out after five. You know what I mean? And you're not locked in for life. If he's like, oh, this sucks here, or I don't like it here, or I got a problem here, or I slept with a TV reporter here, and I got to get the hell out of here. There's a million things that could happen. Everyone hates me in the room. There's a million things that could happen. To me, Machado got $300 million. He's not locked in for life. Five years is nothing. He can split if he wants. If he likes it, he can stay. Um, and he got $300 million. Harper gets $330 million for an extra three freaking years. Good for you, bro. You got an extra $10 million a year. It's like the extra, like, Eminem, you know, with mm-hmm. David Lee Roth. Good for you. You're locked in until you're 39. Like, that's your life. You're done. What if they hate you in Philadelphia? And they're not going to be able to trade you because you make too much money. I don't like the deal, Joe. I, I'm not saying it doesn't make Philadelphia a scary-ass baseball team, but I don't like the deal. You know what it is, Gabe. I get. I got to give credit where credit is due. And and John Middleton, the the owner of the Philadelphia Phillies, said a couple of months ago that he was willing to spend. He was going to spend. He said, "I'm going to spend stupid money." They were going to do what they had to do in order to be able to contend and go out and get a big name, whether it be Machado or Harper in this case. And kudos to them. They went out and did it. So if I'm a Philadelphia Phillies fan today. I'm looking at this, and I could not be happier. I'm not worried about three months, three years, 13. I don't give a rip. Right now, the only thing I care about is that I've got an ownership group that has done everything in their power to try and put us in a position in this city in order to win. And that's really what matters to Phillies fans. You look at that town now, the Sixers are good, the Phillies are good, now, and the Eagles are good. This, it's a good time. The Flyers still suck, but it's a good time to be a Philadelphia fan right now. So I look at it from the perspective of I'm happy for Philadelphia Phillies fans, and I'm glad that an owner actually stood up and did what he said he was going to do, and he delivered. You can't argue with that. He delivered. I agree with a lot of what you said uh, right there in a sense, and I tweeted it yesterday. There's no – you can't look at a city in America right now, in Canada, North American sports, et cetera, that is as aggressive as Philadelphia is. It's yeah. almost like it's contagious, right? The Philadelphia Eagles won a Super Bowl, and the Sixers were like, we want we want some of that. You know, we want some of this adulation. Um, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles won because they were aggressive with their play calling, with the signing, bringing J.H.I., Alshon Jeffrey, you know what I mean? They traded yep. up for Wentz. Everything was just sort of, they've been an aggressive franchise for the last couple of years, and I expect them to continue to be. I know they want to get Levy on Bell. They just have serious cap issues. So mm. we'll see how if um, they, they can figure that out. Uh, you mentioned it, Philadelphia 76ers. You and I talk about it, Joe. Look at Elton Brand, man. Since the guy's been there, he brought in Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris. Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, they're freaking stacked, loaded. And lost in this, I tell you, I don't know, Real Mudo might be a better baseball player than Harper, as crazy it sounds, or have a bigger impact. And you got Real Mudo, who everybody wanted. You got Harper, who everybody well, everybody wanted but didn't want to pay. Um, oh, Philly's all in, as you stated. And let, hey, then the Philadelphia Flyers acquired Gritty, the mascot. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, like they, they, all these—they all went in. We went with a mascot, gritty. 
And you know what? It's not like Washington is that much worse without his 240 batting Oh, average. no. No, no. We're going to get into that. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're stacked. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that I can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800 Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Morning after Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Networks, the Sports Byline, American Forces Radio Network, and uh, and much more. I am Gabriel Moranzi, throwing it down, Midtown Manhattan, New York, New York, Joe Ranieri's in Miami, Florida. We're going to have guests uh, joining us from all across uh, North America over the next uh, two and a half hours or so. So uh, Mick's going to join us uh, in a second. we got Mick Aussie. After this, we got a monster UFC card, Joe, and I got a couple of good picks, uh, I think. I think Tyron Woodley's going to win this fight. He's only about minus buck 60 or so. So, uh, 
We got Joey Odessa. We'll talk this UFC card. John Jones uh, back in the in the octagon. Ben Askren makes his UFC de- debut against uh, Robbie Lawler. Some uh, really really kick-ass fights on this card from Las Vegas. So uh, Joey Odessa. Uh, we've got uh, the Hall of Famer. We've got Warren Moon. Um, we've got the uh, Hall of Shamer, Teddy Covers, mm. and uh, you know a little gambling talk. We got Joe Lisi going to join us via Skype in the last hour or so. Um, just throw college college football names at him, talk talk some football. So, yeah, we're jam-packed, man. We're, we're jam-packed. Uh, just quickly, we're going to get Mick on here in a second. Um, one thing, Joe, we're saying, oh, Philadelphia Phillies, no, Phillies this, Phillies that, Phillies odds have plummeted. Every mainstream, this is why you guys got to watch this show or listen to this show. Mm-hmm. Every mainstream, everything, odds plummet, odds this. I've seen the headlines, odds plummet. Gamblers <laughs> love the acquisition. Odds go from 12 to 1 to 8 to 1. Let me tell you guys, you think in the span of 20 minutes yesterday that a bunch of wise guys bet like thousands of dollars on the Phillies to win the World Series? No. It's just the odd, the odds makers moved it. So, and the mainstream, oh, it puts them over the top. It's just, it's this. It's like, oh, the odds. Ooh, it went from 12 to 1 to 7 to 1 and like all this stuff. Number one, because those are ripoff odds. Number two, Joe, you know what the win total went from? I believe it only went up uh, two to three games, right? Somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah, it, it creeped up. It actually went up one game uh, yesterday. Oh, great! It okay, went from eight, 88 and a half to 89 and a half. <laughs> That's got it written all right there. That's 330 million for a game and a half extra. Yeah, like you know, you played baseball. It's hard for like one guy to sort of listen. They're stacked. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. their lineup's awesome, but guys, it's pitching, 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 pitching. Is Aaron Nola pitching every day? I I, I must have missed yeah. something. Yeah. Pitching. We'll get into the division. Jason. And what Witt, did the Braves and the Mets pitching get worse that I missed? Hey, I'm I'm bullish on the Mets, bro. Yeah, I'm. I mean, that's what I'm saying because to me, they still got the best pitching in that. They're not even the best pitching staff in it. You got the Mets, you got the Braves, then you got the Nationals, and oh yeah, you've got the Philadelphia Phillies. If one of these years Degrom and Syndergaard stay healthy, they're scary. You got yes, Conforto, absolutely. you've got Nimmo, you've got Robinson Cano, you've got guys. You know, you can you can score some runs. Yep. Listen, I'm not saying the Mets are going to win a division, guys, but I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be betting on the Mets this year. Like I'll be playing Met games. Like the Mets are, I like the confidence that this this new GM is bringing. Actually, normally I'm hesitant about aging GMs. I look at Lakers with Palinka, but I like his attitude. I like what he said about Harper. He goes, I don't care. We're still the best team in the division. <laughs> People are like, mm-hmm. what are you, nuts? And like, he's like, he's selling it. Like, he's telling the team, the culture, we're not losers. Stop this second-class citizen crap. All right? So, uh, nevertheless, let's bring in uh, Mick Ossie uh, right now because time's flying by already on the show. Mick Ossie, what's up, Mick? Hey, Gabe, it's proven. Johnny Manziel, I'm done with him, mate. It's proven last night. The story came out. He's scared, mate. He missed his uh, bipolar meetings he was meant to do. He missed the meetings that the CFL boss said he had to do. He's scared to come back to Canada because he's scared of the frigging polar bears up here. But I'm very upset, mate. Johnny Manziel is done with me. He's scared to come to Canada. He's disappointed Mike Sherman, his old buddy from Texas A&M. He's disappointed your old team. He's disappointed me. He's scared to come back to Canada. That's the truth. He's missed his meetings, and he wanted to get out so he can go and play in a stupid second-rate XFL or, or maybe the AAF. I'm done with Johnny Manziel. He's done. He's scared to come back north, mate. 
Uh, he's more than done. He's done done. He's not going to be in the XFL. He can't play anymore. Um, all right, we're going to get into this after. But, Joe, did you see this story? Actually, it's unbelievable, guys. So, Johnny Manziel, whatever, you know, it's the, um, you know, obviously not a good week for Johnny Manziel. Listen, Johnny Manziel is going to end up working at Barstool. Okay, I'm telling you. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's his, that's, I'm not even joking. I'm not saying it sarcastically. Johnny Manziel will end up being like the college guy on campuses for Barstool. Mark my words. Like this year, probably. But I don't know if you guys saw this. Johnny, listen, either Johnny Manziel's wife is the fastest runner in recorded history, or she cheated during a marathon last week. (laughs) We're going to do this. I'm dead serious. Like, detailed cheating. Mm. Now she's trying to flip the script and say it was for charity and get off my back. She basically cut through a park. And like, anyways, we're gonna get into this. All right, so do we have the do we have the video of Warren Moon? Because we got Warren Moon coming on. Your buddy, Mick. It's your guy. Oh, mate, that's awesome, Gavin. Yeah, you can give me shit about Rob Dibble and having a little bit of a kiss, Phil. But no, that was fantastic. I just busted your balls. I know, mate. Warren Moon's a legend. If Johnny Manziel got his shit together, he would have realized. Hey, hey, what's the language, Mick? It's tough up here. It's tough up here, eh? It's tough up here, and these. It's only the great, great players at quarterback that make it up here, then get back to the NFL, like Warren Moon and Jeff Garcia, mate. Johnny Manziel, he's weak. All right, he's you guys going to roll it? Polar's excuse. You guys have it? Uh, we should have the video up here. All right, should be, should be coming in a second. Under Australia. What brings you into this? Warren Moon, I'm up in Canada, and you're a CFL legend up there. I know you've been with the Houston Oilers, the Kansas City Chiefs. No video. The Seattle Seahawks. I saw you play, so you're a legend, man. you got pretty good history on me. What, what's this jersey here? What, what's the number uh, two? What is that? This is the uh, the only Aussie that's playing in the NFL, Darren Bennett, former <laughs> AFL Aussie rules. All right, it's not as good with just the audio. We need the video. There may be another one, too. Matt McBriar, is that... Hold on, hold on, Sean, Sean. We wanted... Uh, we don't even want the audio. Just the video. Like, uh, the video, video, video. Only video. Uh, yeah, I got a question okay, for you well, I don't know what part of, like, there's a miscommunication here. Like, that was the whole point <laughs> of, like, Joe, like... Remember, I'm going to send you the links to the videos. <laughs> video, yeah. You definitely said video. But I'm curious out of you two. Today, if you could draft either Warren Moon or Doug Flutie for today's NFL, who would you? Warren Moon still. Over Flutie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. Really? Warren Moon? No, man. You got Kyler Murray now going to be a number one. Yeah. This sounds like something we should debate after. All right, Mick. So um, we're counting down today. When are you going to Australia, Mick? Tomorrow, mate. Leave at lunchtime tomorrow, and I'll get down there Monday morning. So, yeah, long flight, mate, but looking forward to it. It'd be good to get out of here for a while, the freezing cold, but... And get some sanity back in. I need to go home because this is what drives me nuts, mate. I love America, but you too many American media, they're crazy, mate. They get hound on a story. Like Bobby Kraft, you were decent what you and Joe were saying about Bobby Kraft. But everyone else makes out him to be the worst person in the world. I looked in my fridge last night. There's Kraft uh, Ranch dressing. There's craft two-minute dinner. When I go to Australia, there's going to be craft single cheese slices. I'm going to be laughing my head off for the next few weeks about Bobby Kraft Wang, you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's not – a lot of people think that Kraft makes money from Kraft Foods. It's, he's, not, he's not associated with Kraft Foods. Yeah, I know that. I'm just having some fun with I you. I know, I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> just like the other guy that bought like Gillette. I like the company so much I bought it, right? <laughs> in, in, in the old days. All right, so all right, Mick. So you're gonna check in with us from Australia next week? Well, it'll be uh, 12:30 at night. I bought a nice big webcam. All right, so good, good. You'll be nice and drunk. Do that. Yeah, we'll get Mick <laughs> drunk from Australia next. It'll be Friday night, Joe. Perfect. All right, do we have the videos here, guys? Like, we have the videos of Dibble and and and, and Mick and me and Mick Warren Moon. Yeah, we got it coming for you here right now. The segment's Hold over on. in two minutes. Sorry, man. No, no, I know. I should have thrown it out here a little bit earlier, but you probably should have sent it to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Hey, there we are. There's Mick. AFL Aussie Rules football punter for the Chargers. There may be another one soon. Matt McBriar is at the Dallas Cowboys after having a couple of tryouts at the Seahawks. You know what freaks me out, Joe? Teams, so Darren Bennett it looks the same, but Warren Moon looks a lot older now. It's weird. <laughs> I love it. And he's looking up. I, I don't age. I don't age, guys. I'm still 29, mate. That's what I tell the women. You look like you're going to the beer store, Mick. I can't believe like, what you're What jersey you're... is that? What jersey are you wearing there, Mick? That's the Darren Bennett jersey. That's the... San Diego Charger, mate. Darren Bennett, the first Aussie great punter, and he's still a legend. He's there. He's... That's why you got so many punters in the NFL, because Darren Bennett and Pro Kick in Australia, they're teaching all the punters. they got like... All right, let's get They're let's it, let's get to. Uh, do you have the video here with me and Dibble? All right, did you have this one? How, how many uh, of those jerseys do you think they sold in San Diego? One. <laughs> yeah. Where did you get that jersey? How do you even have a punter's jersey? Like, where did you buy that, Mick? Seriously, where did you get that? Oh, did ex, you order it? Uh, an ex-mate from America sent it to me. That's funny. It's awesome, mate. I've never seen a punter jersey I, I before. Exactly. <laughs> like, uh, maybe uh, now remember the sh- Mormon guy. What was, it, what was the guy's name? Chris Mormon or Mormon, or whatever. Morin. What was the Buffalo Bill punter? He was actually popular in the community. Like that's how pathetic the Bills were. Like our punter was like the most popular guy in town. Great. <laughs> great. That, that that's great. All right, uh, Mick. So safe travels to Australia, buddy. Stay safe. Get us some nice AFL uh, tips, and uh, we'll hear from you next week uh, from Australia. All right, and take the Crows women as an underdog and the rest favorites in the AFL women's. That's up to round five. But yeah, the real AFL starts. So you see any Adelaide Crows tonight? Weekend, guys. Adelaide Crows yeah, is an underdog. Plus. All right, see you later, man. Yeah, they're in Adelaide. Yeah. All right, see it. I got the video for you with Dibble. We can do it when we get back. Yeah, well, we'll do, we'll do it after. We got Joey Odessa coming up. We'll do it a little bit later. It's funny stuff. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Bobby Mormon. Thanks, Lisa. Morning After continues. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. 
feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes ear congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew calls Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-215-1727. 800-215-1727. That's 800-215-1727. Maurice Allen. 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. If your vehicle is riding rough, it may be time for new shocks or struts. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, buy a combination of two or four select Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts and get up to an $80 Visa gift card by mail. Improve your ride with Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Bryce Harper, now a Philadelphia Philly. It's funny, all the talk about, oh, baseball, and nobody cares about baseball, and the sky's falling on baseball. Everyone's all fired up right now for some of these division chases, man. I know I am. I, you know, I was tweeting about this yesterday, so we got six divisions. I'd say four of the six divisions are, I mean, let's say three of the six. Uh, NL East is awesome. NL Central is awesome. Uh, NL West should be a two-team race with the Rockies and the Dodgers. Yankees, Red Sox, AL Central blows, AL West, Houston, 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 but we'll get into that. Just quickly before we bring Joey in, um, even Joey will get a kick out of this, seeing us uh, back in 2000, I think it's 2003. Do we have the video, Joe, of this one with uh, with uh, Mick and Dibble? There you go. See, I just look like an untrustworthy person there. <laughs> Great camera work by Mick, huh? <laughs> I just look like an untrustworthy person. Then. <laughs> what is the copyright? <laughs> copyright 2004. We're kicking out here downtown Houston. We got fans here. We got a former World Series freaking champion. What's up, my man? How you doing, man? We're kicking it out. Rob Nettle. Nobody knows. We're all hammered. All right. That's enough. So. <laughs> oh. 
down here, you kind of look like Steve-O in that. I look like Steve. I kind of do look like Steve-O there. You're oh, right. You're right. <laughs> All right, let's bring in uh, Joey Odessa uh, right now, who does not look like Johnny Knoxville. Joey Odessa, <laughs> MMA odds, who's actually in Florida right now, like you, you know, but I think uh, you're in Miami. Joey's in the Orlando area. What's up, Joey? What's happening today, guys? Always a pleasure, Joey. Always a pleasure. Um, yeah, I don't. I think uh, you don't see. I don't think you just saw that, Joey. We're just playing an old video of me, Mick Ossie, and Rob Dibble from like 2004, three, four. Pretty funny stuff. So, um, speaking of old, and you know, being there and done that, guys. I remember John Jones. I had John Jones on my show. Guy was two and zero. John Jones was two and zero. He was in a bar. We brought him to a bar in Montreal, a road rage. And uh, I told people, I said, this is going to be the future champion and, like, uh, dominant fighter in the UFC. He was 2-0. and He was 19, he was 20, he was young as hell. Like, he was, and the funniest thing was, we were drinking, and a bunch of shots. Heath Herring, Kenny Florian, uh, Clay Guido was getting hammered, and, like, a bunch of fighters were there, and John Jones is there. And I say to John Jones, do you want a shot? And John Jones goes, I don't drink. And uh, John Jones goes, uh, I've never had a drink. He goes, I've only had like one drink in my life. I don't like alcohol. But then he goes, but why not? You know, let's let's have one. Oh, guys, he drank about like 17 shots. All right. <laughs> and and his fiance at the time or whatever goes, you know, I've never seen him act like this before. Wow. He's really having fun tonight. And I remember telling my buddy, Joey, sitting there. I see either this guy has the highest threshold to alcohol that I've ever seen in my life, or he's full of crap that he never drank before in his life. So, Joey, John Jones set the table from day one, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even when he was 22 in a bar in Montreal, he was full of it. Like, oh, I don't drink. Bang, 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 bang. Like, it was gold, man. So, I've known John Jones since day one, uh, uh, basically, but... Say what you will about him and all the side stuff, Joey. You've been around MMA for a long time. You set odds for UFC 1, even. John Jones, the best fighter of all time, isn't he? Arguably, yes. I mean, 23-1 uh, and one should be 23. I know that fluke. And a one gamble. loss isn't a loss. He, he elbowed someone in the head illegally. As yeah, you know, I mean, I'm just stating for the listeners and viewers, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's nobody at light heavyweight that's going to even come close to this guy. Um, I don't think anyone in heavyweight can beat him. You know, size matters at some point. I mean, he is, uh, you know, but then again, he's going to put some weight on if he fights heavyweight. He'll kill know. Brock Lesnar. Um, you know, Brock out wrestles him, but yeah, he'll probably, uh, you know, the thing about Jones is, you know, his shots, he's not, you know, he's got 10 knockout wins, but he doesn't really, you know, he breaks you down at beach. I mean, he, uh, he hasn't stopped anybody since Kale Sonnen. I know, I know. That's the thing. Um, so that's the question. When you're an 8-3 listed, he's as high as 14 to 1, but that's just a weird, that's a stupid number. I don't know why bookmakers even doing that. Uh, uh, John Jones, he's generally about an 8-1 to one favorite here, Joey. There's nothing you can really do with this fight in the sense of, unless you think Anthony Smith can win, which I don't, and even John Jones, like, to win via, you know, stoppage is minus 500. So, very, very hard fight to bet on, Joey, in my opinion. The over-under rounds, one and a half. But like you said, it's not like he's a knockout artist, but he's fought in higher caliber opponents than this. I think the over probably hits. I think he I think he finishes Smith in like the third round, Joey. 
Yeah, I mean, with Smith, if you look at Smith, I mean, you know, it's lucky that he's in this spot. He's fortunate to get a title shot. But, I mean, he's got, he's what, 31 and 13. He's lost 13 times. And if you look at his record and you look at his fights going back to, uh, Jesus, going back to 2000, I think 2006, he's lost the first two rounds of every fight he's been in since, uh, you know, like 2016. Like his last six, seven fights, with the exception of Hula and Evans. But, I mean, those guys, you know, I mean, they're a little long in the tooth. They're getting up there in age. But Volkan, Volkan beat him in the first two rounds. Yeah. You know? Hector Lombard was kicking, you know, kicking his ass in 2017. And, uh, you know, Smith came back in the third round. So, I mean, he's kind of, he's one of those guys that kind of hangs around a little bit. But Jones, you know, not to break this fight down technically, Jones tends to start a little bit slow, get into the fight. You know, Smith will probably give away the first two rounds if he lasts that long, which he should. I think the fight goes over. But after he gets, you know, past those first two rounds, that's when Jones starts picking it up and pouring it on. Yeah, it's almost like a Joe, um, well, we got Joe and Joe, but I was going to say Joe uh, Ranieri. You know, John Jones, he's, it's like Alabama. He can name his score, but it's like, you know, in Alabama, mm. don't cover all the time, right? He sort of... I don't know, he doesn't get to fight a lot, so it's like he sort of just, you know, it's like a workout for him for the first 10 minutes, and then he comes in. So when you're such a big favorite, John Jones in a tough spot, guys. Only in a sense, if he wins, it's like, yeah, so what? And if he loses, then it's one of the biggest upsets, like it's nearly Buster Douglas Tyson type stuff. Not quite, but, you know, it, it's pretty much. But I don't think it's going to happen, so me and Odessa are in agreement. The fight, I think the fight goes over one and a half rounds. Basically, just hope that Jones doesn't murder him in the first seven and a half minutes. One and a half rounds, guys, means uh, five rounds in a round, and then two two minutes and 30 seconds in the next one. So when you bet one and a half, essentially, you've got to get to the 229 mark, et cetera. You know what I mean? Of of the second round. And I think I think Smith can give us seven and a half minutes. This next fight is the one I'm really looking forward to here. And I got to tell you, Joey, Woodley's been good to me, dude. I've been riding the Woodley wave. Nobody likes Woodley, number one. You know, they think, oh, he doesn't want to fight people. He doesn't like this. He doesn't have a great personality. He's not the most exciting fighter. So people, the odds aren't over inflated with him. But, uh, Joey, the one thing about Woodley I like, even though the fans think he's boring, he's got a high fight IQ. He doesn't fight for the fans. He fights to win the fight. And Woodley's a damn badass, guys. He can wrestle. He's got power. He's got speed. He's got fight IQ. He's the complete package. I'm on Woodley against Usman, Joey. Who you got? I agree. I think Tyrone beats him. Woodley, I mean, it's pretty simple. I think uh, Tyrone beats Usman. I think he's a much better wrestler than Usman. I think he's a better striker. I think he's better than Usman everywhere. Um, you know, he came up in 18th layout and put Lugger to sweep back at UFC 401. I like Tyrone here. Uh, Ty- Tyron I think Woodley. it's what is that? His fifth title defense too. He's only favored, I think, one other time since he's four zero and one. I guess during that, he's actually been pretty damn profitable. For guys that have been backing him uh, oh, yeah. during this title defense. It's a good point, Renner. If you look, like you said, for a guy that's as good as he is, where the look at the, look at the odds. Where are the minus three hundreds. Where are the minus four right. hundreds. You're right. Like yeah, yeah, one forty five. He was uh, one fifty against Darren Till. Are you kidding me? Right. A minus two ten against an old man in Maya. He was an oh, underdog against Thompson. You know, like, come on, man. Like, it's it's ridiculous. That this is what I always talk about, though, guys. And you know this, Odessa, from uh, from from being a, you know in a business you're in. The public perception and reality are always two different things. And like I said, since he's not popular, he's not overvalued. Connor 
Connor loses every second fight he's in, runs his mouth, but he's a minus 500 favorite every night. You know what I mean? Like, it's it, it's crazy how that works out. I just think Woodley Woodley's just, you know, too well-rounded uh, for Usman. Yeah, but, you know, the other guy, too, is coming in as an underdog for the first time in his career. So he's another guy that's been favored in every fight, been profitable uh, with the ones that he's won, and now he's coming in as an underdog. He's not used to that position either. Yeah, but he hasn't fought in the level of competition. Yeah, well, Wood, Woodley's yeah. fought in tougher guys. Like, that. that's the difference. Woodley's the champion for a reason. All right, Joey, so... What, what, and Joe, one of Woodley's uh, buddies, actually, Missouri Tiger, uh, Rary. Uh, so Tyrone Woodley is a Missouri Tiger. Mm-hmm. Ben Askren is a Missouri Tiger. And Michael Chandler is a buddy of mine, is too. He's in Bellator. So, you know, some tough guys coming out of this program. And Ben Askren, one of them. Uh, you know, somebody told me the other day, Joey, they think Ben Askren would beat George St. Pierre. That he would he would take him down. And Ben Askren's wrestling is that good. It's impossible to stop, et cetera. To me, George St. Pierre would beat Ben Askren, but I do think Ben Askren's going to beat Robbie Lawler. At first, I was like, man, 250 with Lawler, he's got a puncher's chance, but I don't really think he does. Like, he uh, tell people, Joey, how good of a wrestler Askren is and how much he suffocates you. You know, four-time All-American, uh, four-time finalist, two-time champ, U.S. Olympian. And you know what? I think he gives George, George St. Pierre a hell of a run for his money. You know, if George doesn't KO him, I mean... Ben will take George St. Pierre down. Now, I know I said Koscheck would take George down years ago, and it didn't happen. There's a huge, now, let me tell you, there's a huge difference between Ben Askren and, you know, a lot of these other wrestlers that these guys have faced. Uh, with Robbie Orwer, I mean, you look at this fight, and you say, well, is, you know, can Askren take Orwer down? Now, if I have to bet on it, do I think Askren can take Orwer down? Yes, I do, which means he's going to take him down. He's going to keep him down. And he should win the round. So I think Askren will cruise to a decision here. Yeah, Askren decision minus 275. Let's see, you can parlay John Jones and Ben Askren. Uh, you've got Woodley. All right, Joey, so before we get you out of here, any, uh, what do you like on the undercard? You got a pick for us? You got to play a live underdog uh, maybe? What do you like on the prelims? You know, I think that that's a beat beats Jeremy Stevens. I think that uh, Cody, uh, Cody Garbrandt will beat uh, Munoz, even though it's a really, really close fight. Uh Looking what about down. Johnny Walker you know what? and off? You know, I like Walker. That's a fight that I've been looking at, and I'm like, boy, I just want to make a case for uh, Misha there. But, you know, he he stands in front of guys right at the beginning of these fights, and I think if he stands in front of Walker, he's going to just get knocked out. Um, the, the flavor of choice this week is uh, Diego Sanchez, it yeah. looks like. It's um, Mickey Gall. Yeah. Diego Sanchez. yeah, but that line's not really moving, and, you know, so it pains me. But I tell you what, I think that – uh. Sanchez might be able to pull this off as an underdog, one of the few dogs on the card that'll get there. I mean, I think he'll out-wrestle goal. I, you know, I, another play I like there is uh, kind of like over in that fight. But Sanchez and uh, and Gall, yeah, two tough dudes, going to be tough to finish. Um, you know, Sanchez has been done for a long time, but I took him against Held. He can still pop up uh, with, with an underdog win every now and then. Yeah, I would have to look at Johnny Walker here, too. I like Johnny Walker. Uh, I was thinking maybe pulling the trigger on Stevens, but I'm not getting enough at plus 209. Um, I agree with you. We had Lou on earlier in the week, and he thinks Garbrandt is not going to be able to bounce back from those losses. I think he can. I think he will beat. Uh, I think he will beat Munoz. Um, those are going to be my picks too. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to go with Johnny Walker, Cody Garbrandt, Tyron Woodley as in in um, individual uh, bets and uh, parlay with John Jones. 
and Tyron Woodley. All right, Joe, we got to get out of here. So if you want to uh, get Joey on Twitter, at MMA Odds, at MMA Odds on Twitter. Thanks for the time, Joey. Okay, guys, have a great day. Joey Odessa with us. First hour flew by. First hour flew we're still jam-packed. We've got uh, Warren Moon coming up. Teddy Covers. Joe Lisi. And more. Morning After continues. Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit and 98% of all applicants are approved it's that simple with AmeriFactors there's no more waiting for your customers to pay we give you the funds up front then we wait for your customers to pay us fund your business today call AmeriFactors right now 800-847-1183 800-847-1183 that's 800-847-1183 Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Morning after. I look in the chat. Somebody asked Jim Day, "You bet on soccer, Jim?" Because I don't even watch soccer. Jai Boltman's in Louisiana. He goes, "This is America." Told <laughs> you guys, settle down, right? MLS soccer's in America. Right? I can't yeah. picture you, Renary, as a type of guy. I know you're a degenerate, though, Joe. So 
Oh, absolutely. If it can be bet on, I'll watch it. We're good to go. Yeah, so you're, no... you're not above betting on a TFC or a Seattle Sounder game? Listen, we got a, a big local, uh, I don't know if midget is politically correct, but little people uh, wrestling. No, 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 no midgety. Been, wait, wait, wait. I, wait. I got a midget league, and uh, yeah, I've actually emceed it and uh, and made a few bucks on it. So I got no problem with soccer. Okay, hold on. So, you know, in, in Canada, they actually call it, even know, Sean, uh, like midget <laughs> is, uh, well, I know there's a little people midget. No, so I'm confused, though. So you actually have emceed, like, little people soccer gaming? No, no, wrestling, midget wrestling, yeah. Oh, midget uh, wrestling. Little people wrestling, wrestling. Oh, yes, okay. wrestling. All right. Yeah, we got we got them in people's backyard. I mean, it's actually b- pretty big down here in Miami. So they uh, they have a circuit and they've got games, uh, matches oh. every weekend that you can bet on. Well, of course, it's Florida. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, like, I think oh. wrestling's fine. You could say that. Yeah. 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 No, I was gonna oh. say little. Well, you know, um, little people wrestling. I've never. Yeah, it's heard been worse. Yeah. yeah, it's bad. You yeah. can't do that. <laughs> Vertically challenged. Say, like, yeah. No, but like. You Know, like uh you know that what peewee yeah so like basically hockey and tenor baseball like you got adam peewee bantam yes okay. midget so yeah. like when you people say like uh like i played hockey like midget midget triple a people it doesn't mean i played in like the, the literally like Did, midget they AAA. really call it that in yeah no general? it's called the midget league yeah no kidding. yeah i don't know why learn something new yeah but like i said it's it's uh mosquito adam yeah. Pee wee. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Bantam, midget. I don't know why they came up with a midget, but like it's just funny. Like oh, you're in the midget triple A league. It's almost like yeah, you're. It's like playing like uh, level five, like high school foot. It's like the elite of you. You know what I mean? It's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. I gotta tell you, not easy to do the interviews after the matches either. There, Gabe. I don't know if you ever tried to do that on a consistent basis. He's gonna drop the microphone down. It's not, uh, it's not an Listen, easy thing to do. I lived in Las Vegas. Uh, I lived in Las Vegas once and spent a few minutes with Bridget the Midget in the elevator. All right. So. <laughs> I remember coming out. Somebody yeah. asked me like, "Dude, what just happened?" <laughs> Made a check and like, get like after a little hug. <laughs> all right, level two. It's Friday. Fun first hour. Appreciate everybody joining us on the Fantasy Sports Radio Television Network. I'm Gabriel Reds. In Midtown Manhattan, Jordan areas in Miami, Florida. Uh, we got the Bryce Harper uh, stuff. We haven't really gotten into Jason Witten uh, coming back. Marcus Ware is uh, teaching a comeback. And you know what? I know uh, we can get to Marcus Ware on the show because we had him on uh, two weeks ago. Um, ton of stuff going on, guys. We talked a little MMA. We got the combine. Uh, made, we got baseball fever suddenly. Baseball odds. Maybe we'll throw a couple odds out there uh, for you. Uh, we talked a lot yesterday about Johnny Manziel. And this is a crazy story. Dead uh, I uh, found this. So either Johnny Mandel's wife is the fastest runner in recorded history, or she cheated at a half marathon. Uh, two weeks ago, uh, Brie T.S.C. Manziel, a fitness Instagrammer, model, and wife of Johnny Manziel, ran what she says were there was her first half marathon. And what she says was less than two hours. Her and her friend, Chloe Ture, a Playboy model, checked in at one hour, 58 minutes, and 22 seconds, in a 13-mile run, in a run she said she's never done in her life before, Joe. Mm. All right, uh, finishing a mar- half marathon under hours is for anybody, let alone somebody that's never done it uh, before. Unfortunately, after the race, her time, and uh, it's all documented, this stuff, has been raising eyebrows. Uh, so her and her hot model friend, Somehow had the exact same time after six miles, Joe. 
Shocking. Because you know and that they did. both ran in perfect <laughs> conjunction, right? Yeah, that's... Uh, What'd you say you know, her qualifications were? She was an Instagram model? Instagram model. She's hot. Yeah, okay. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, so get this. <laughs> according to this, according to the data, Tiesi Manzel ran the final 6.7 miles of the race in 26 minutes and 54 seconds. So you have to run six miles. She finished it off, though, in 26 minutes, which mm-hmm. would require a pace of four minutes and 0.7 seconds a mile. To put That's it in perspective, crazy. the world record holder did 4.42 per mile. So, in other words, Johnny Manziel's wife is the fastest woman in the history of sport, runs faster than the Nigerian uh, marathon guys do and the Kenyans mm-hmm. and stuff. And, uh, yeah, she basically was like 0.6 seconds off a world record. <laughs> or she's lying. Which one do you yeah. think? You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of Castrol Edge full synthetic motor oil for $33.99 and get a $15 O'Reilly gift card by mail. Plus, you'll earn double O'Rewards points during O'Rewards Member Appreciation Month only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or 
call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com. I didn't know Johnny Manziel was married, to be honest. I think this chick was actually in Costa Rica while we were there. I sort of remember a chick being there. It's just, you know, I know it sounds crazy, but hopefully we'll get a picture. I sent Ranieri the picture uh, here. Just click the story here, Joe, and uh, yeah, there she is. So uh, she looks hot. So that's after supposedly she just ran 13 miles. Like this picture is right after the marathon. And which it clearly isn't. So <laughs> basically, long story short. Nobody had finished the race at this point, Gabe. She was already taking pictures that she won. <laughs> no, no, she didn't win, but she rolled in a lot faster than everybody, and so did her wow. friend. So basically, if you look at the map, there's a, if you, there's a map. If you scroll down, there's a map here of the race. She basically cut through a park. Like there's, <laughs> she basically she did she cut off five miles. So okay, <laughs> she is in shape. Like she is in shape. But basically, she ran the first five miles and cut through a park with her friend. No. But she's denying it. Now she's, like, you know, pulling the Trump stuff, fake news, witch hunt, and you're jealous. And basically here, so someone said here, I was one of the pacers on the course. I'm able to see uh, ahead of me in the turnarounds. He basically goes, uh, you don't forget two ladies in flaming pink outfits. (laughs) He goes, the ladies were dressed to impress. My co-pacer and I saw them turn in front of us when we were at the 12-mile uh, mark. At that point, they should have gone around the second loop, but they didn't. <laughs> they turned and ran the last two miles uh, instead. So basically, yeah, they cut through a park. And I don't know how you don't notice two hot chicks cutting through a park in the middle of a marathon. But uh, listen, it's not for competitive anything. But the whole point is, instead of just you know running a marathon, taking the pictures, and doing it for a good cause... They actually posted, like, the computer times and, like, the the data of the race. And, like I said, unless she's, like, an Olympian that broke a world record, she's lying. And she's not handling it very well right now online. So, I was actually thinking, like, would it bother you, Joe, if your wife, like, cheated in a marathon? It would bother me. Depends if I bet on her or not. Yeah. Well, you know, then you'd, uh, you'd local bookies, you'd be breaking your legs. You, you've got the, the marathon fix. <laughs> Are you rigging midget uh, wrestling too in backyard it, show? I'm telling you, man. You have no. It's a. It's a problem here. I got to seek help. But honestly, I'm looking at this map right now. That it, this is, this is definitely cheating. She's cutting through all sorts of uh, all sorts of areas here. It's not even. Yeah, I guess. But we've heard this before, haven't we? Though hasn't this happened before with people running marathons? Rosie, all of a sudden, years ago, Rosie Ruiz, a woman in Boston, actually won the Boston yes. Marathon. She took the subway. <laughs> She started running, so she was there at the beginning. She got like she slipped out. She freaking took the subway, Joe. I popped up like way ahead of everyone. (laughs) But she was she did it well. Like she waited for the pack to come and everything, and she slipped right back in. She was fresh, right? So like she's coming down. Yeah, Rosie really she won the she they cheated the Boston Marathon. Yeah, now like. Most of the time they have GPS things in in the bibs and stuff. But anyways, let's uh, let's throw this down. What do we got? 
Please rise. The morning after presents the baby. Now sit on it. Oh. Big okay, Joe. This is Sean, and uh, we are going to have a little fun here, get you guys debating a little bit. Hopefully, I have a set of three questions I'll ask. You guys each have a minute to respond. You guys ready? Go. And Chris Pavona obviously will vote on. Let's roll. All right. Jason Witten returning to the NFL, one-year deal with the Cowboys. He, of course, has 1,152 receptions, over 1,200 receiving yards. Is Jason Witten a first ballot Hall of Famer, Joe? Ugh. I, uh, I would say absolutely. Uh, what have we got? 1,152 career receptions, yep. which puts him fourth in NFL history. The names ahead of him, Jerry Rice, Tony Gonzalez, Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, you're talking about 15 years. Now will be 16 years with the same team in the Dallas Cowboys. Nothing flashy about him, but quite honestly, during the 15, 16 years, was there anybody more reliable in the Cowboys organization or for that team than Jason Witten, uh, a guy that not only could block, a guy that was selfless. And, oh, yeah, he didn't miss but one game, I think, in his entire career there for Dallas. So anytime you start putting names like he's like the Cal Ripken, he's like the Iron Man in football, then he absolutely has to be considered a first ballot Hall of Famer, especially behind Jerry Rice, Tony Gonzalez, and Larry Fitzgerald, I think, is absolutely going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. So, right. 1,152 career receptions, I say yes. Gabe? All right, uh, Sean, what are we doing? One-minute responses yes. or three-minute yeah, responses? No, one minute. That's why I try to get I'm just, yeah, right. I'm wondering. Sorry, Joe. One minute. <laughs> um, I'm going to say he will be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he should not be. He should not be. Yes, he put up big numbers, but it was really because he just played a while. Like, was is Jason Witten ever like, yeah, we got, we're game planning to stop Jason Witten? Like, that did, we're, we're that I don't recall ever that we were like, Jason Witten is unstoppable. Jason Witten was just there. He was reliable. He's a Hall of Famer. But to me, you want to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, that's for the great of the greats of the greats. But you know why he's going to get in? Because the media is going to feel sorry for him because he was so piss poor at the mm. Monday night booth. They're going to throw him a bone since he had to leave broadcast and go back to football since uh, he can't talk. All right. We got your take there, Gabe. Nice one. All right, Chris. What, I don't get a rebuttal here for no 30 rebuttal. seconds? No, no rebuttals. We no. That's a crime. Okay, no, it's up to, uh, it's up to Bavona now. What's up, Bavona? All right, Bavona. I hate to say because I hate the Cowboys, but I'm going with Joe on this one. Oh, oh never mind then. I'm good. I don't right, need a rebuttal. Second question. All right, you got a minute Hey, here, for right? the record, I said he will be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he doesn't deserve to be one. Uh, How do you disagree with that, Pavona? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he will be a first ballot. I think he should be. He's just done so much for the Cowboys. Consistency and elite production. Pavona's a Ranger fan. He doesn't know anything. Consistently see an elite production for 15 right, years, right. one game, he's a Hall of Famer. All right. Never the top tight end in the league. Listen, we should let the, the audience decide. Forget top about Bavona. Gabe and top Ryan five. Dillon in the chat saying he agrees with me, so we know I'm right. People in the YouTube chat are never wrong. All right, next question. <laughs> Bryce Hoffer, $330 million. He will be a Philadelphia Phillies. Gabe, are the Phillies now the favorites in the NL East? Well, they are because people are sheep. Ooh, Bryce Harper, Bryce Harper signed. All right, let me talk about them winning the World Series right now. Let me ask you, how many playoff series did the Washington Nationals win with Bryce Harper and better pitching than the Phillies had? None! 
Zero. I'll tell you right now, the Philadelphia Phillies are a dangerous team. Philadelphia Phillies will be a wild card team. The winner of this division will be the team that Bryce Harper just left. The Washington Nationals will win a National League East this year. Joe? Yeah, no, they are absolutely the favorite to win the National League East. And the Washington Nationals, uh, although I think they're going to be okay, you don't lose a generational talent like Bryce Harper and think you're never going to skip a beat. They're absolutely going to sp- uh, skip a beat because pitchers are going to pitch that lineup differently. The Phillies did the most in the offseason, added the most. Great pitching, great defense. Now you got a, a, a former, uh, a former, a first uh uh, you got an all-star right in the middle of the – you got the all-star right in the middle of that lineup there. Objection. I think they're going to dominate. I guess we'll make it like a courthouse and make it civil, Joe. I'll be like, objection. I object, yeah, Your Honor. Objection. <laughs> I, I object. You said they got great pitches. Aaron Nola pitching every day now. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know about well, the Phillies pitching. <clears throat> offense wins, and I think uh, it doesn't get any better than Bryce Harper. Give me the Nationals to win the division, plus 290. And I'm actually, mm. gonna, I'm giving the vote to Gabe here. I agree. I think the Phillies are go, not going to win the division. Addition through subtraction. Like right, what's that. the chat say? What's the chat say? So we're tied at one right now. now. Chris is not supposed to give his personal opinion. It's based on the arguments of Joe and Gabe. Yeah, so, I was going to say this yeah. thing is rigged. He's telling me what he thinks. <laughs> what do you mean not, rigged, Joe? He gave you the last one. It's 1-1 one, one right now. That's a good point. All right. Uh, we only have 30 seconds, so that, that'll do for today. But, yeah, we'll, we'll add a rebuttal ah. in there, too. All right. What was the last question? Nah, we can't. No, no. We're going to get to this after. we got to break the draw here later. All right. Yeah, we'll I was going to say. We only have 20 yeah. seconds here. No, not Nobody now. likes we'll to do push. it after. Nobody wants to push. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, Jarrett said, no, no. we got to have the third and final question after. Exactly. <laughs> get off my lawn. Yes. If my mic is turned on. <laughs> If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, 
Evo's helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evo's is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the Sports Talk host. I can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days, and anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800 428 one five seven zero agents are standing by twenty four seven. So go ahead and call now. Eight hundred four two eight fifteen seventy. So listen for the serious players. Fantasy football is now a year round pastime, and nobody better than Roto Experts, who has uh, has you covered with their NFL three sixty five fantasy football package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. Davis Matek and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year so you can have an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football player you are. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com using the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. And I believe we have a working microphone, so it is time for a Friday edition of Gabe Morenci's Get Off My Lawn. Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn. Hey, you fish kids. All right, let's get right down to business. As you already know, Bryce Harper and the sweet steaks are done. Bryce Harper decides to take the $330 million that the Philadelphia Phillies uh, put on the table. And listen, I've had a lot of problems in my life, and I still do. So I'm not really in a position to be telling Scott Boris how to handle his business. I'm also not 26 years old. I don't have a full head of hair, and I'm not one of the best baseball players uh, in the world. So pretty much we should probably just shut up right now and just leave because I'm unqualified to talk about this. <laughs> the hell do I know? Uh, but no, no. Bad deal. I've never seen a $330 million contract that's actually as bad for both sides. Philadelphia Phillies, I get it, all right? You're all in, and I respect that. And I will say this. What, I'm not worried about the money. I don't care about the money, all right? I'm worried, the, the length is my deal here. I'm not worried about the money. And I've never been one of these fans, and I never understand you fans. I hate fans, all right? Uh, I never understand fans that worry about money. Well, it's too much money to pay a player. It's not your money! You're paying them. It's almost like fans want the owners to get richer and get more hand jobs. Like, is that what it's about? 
It's not your money. I'm an LA Dodger fan. All right? I'm mad. The Dodgers have money. You should have given it to Bryce Harper. You know, when teams say, well, it's just too too expensive, like, you know, New York Yankees, Red Sox, Cubs, go down the list, your favorite team that didn't sign Harper Machado. Did they lower ticket prices? Did they lower ticket prices? No. People, oh, you can't pay them that much money. What do you care, bro? It ain't your money. It's Steinbrenner's money. All right? Uh, do you want the team to win or not? My deal is more so, it's gold. Like, people always know money and the money, how much it costs. Like, it's amazing how poor people encourage rich people to continue to rip them off. <laughs> it's like Trump said, I can shoot someone on Fifth Avenue. It doesn't matter. He's right. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, he's the working class. Sean Hannity's the working class man somehow. He guy makes $118 million a year. Like, people are just stupid. Like, people are just stupid. Um, you know, same thing, Le'Veon Bell. Oh, Le'Veon Bell's greedy. Yeah, I know. So you're going to pick out an individual guy for just looking after his life as opposed to a corporation like the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Take the side. That's why the owners screw athletes because that's why the NFL can get away with what they do because they know the public will always take the side of ownership. Oh, that guy's lucky. I work in a warehouse making $9 an hour. And Le'Veon Bell... Well, I hate to tell you, buddy, Le'Veon Bell is more talented than you are. That's why he makes more money than you. I'm sorry. Maybe instead of drinking beer every night, you could have worked on a skill and you wouldn't be working there. I don't know what to tell you. It's a cold world, all right? Um, which leads me in to, uh, to uh, my point here, <laughs> which is now everybody, ooh, the Philadelphia Phillies, they're unstoppable. Yeah, I guess like the Yankees were unstoppable last year when they signed Stanton, right? Guy struck out five times and got booed in his first freaking home game. But, you know, it's okay because if Bryce Harper struggles, there's not a city in America that's more understanding and sympathetic than Philadelphia. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for, Bryce. Oh, uh, dude, I just picture it now. Nice cold September afternoon. They're like four games back. Nationals and Braves are ahead of them. Harper striking out. Why don't you go back to Washington, pretty boy? You better hope you better not get hit in the head with a Duracell when it's all said and done. Be careful in life what you wish for. You might just get it. And all this talk about the Philadelphia Phillies, ooh, they're going to win or unstoppable. Whatever, guys. You know what I mean? There was a win total difference of like one game. <laughs> 88, 88 and a half to 89 and a half. Ooh, ooh, everyone's scared now. Let me ask you something. How many, how many playoff series did uh, Bryce Harper win and lead? Uh, let, what, remember that time he hit that game-winning home run in the playoffs? To a, oh, no, that's, no, it didn't happen. Remember that time the Nationals went deep in the playoffs because of Harper? Remember that time Harper brought the team together and didn't get into a fight with Papabon? Didn't get into it with Scherzer for not hustling? Uh, no, no, I don't remember that either, you know? We'll go down the list. Be careful what you wish for. My point is, the Philadelphia Phillies are a dangerous-ass team. A damn good baseball team. Uh, but let's not anoint anybody. As Dennis Green, the late, great Dennis Green said, you want to crown their ass? Then crown their ass. I'll tell you right now, the Washington Nationals will win this division, and I hate the Washington Nationals. Get off my lawn! Hey, you kids. Get off my You know, Gabe brings up a, uh, a good point there. 
when it comes to fans, I, I can't think of a player, an athlete, professional athlete, and I actually have the list of the top 50 highest paid athletes uh, in the world. And I think we should go through this list, throw out a couple of names and see how many people, how many of the fans and the people in the chat room actually think they are worth the money. Because every time somebody signs for anything, no matter how good they are, we always hear they're not worth the money. They're not the worth the money. Yeah, I get it. It ain't, it ain't your money, though. But how many of the top 50 highest paid athletes would you actually consider worth the money? Now, keep in mind, Bryce Harper is a t- it, he plays in baseball. It's a totally different sport than the boxers or tennis players or these guys that are, you know, they're single single uh, person athletes here that it, it's up to them. You know, it, they either get it done or they don't get it done. Those guys are always going to be worth more money. But when you're looking at a team sport and you go down this list uh, of people who are the highest paid, the first one that comes to mind is who's uh, number one on the list. So who's, and I'll tell you right now, listen, uh, Joe. Well, it's a boxer because Mayweather's on the number okay. one. But hey, we'll go down the list. Lionel Messi, 111 million. Is Lionel Messi worth 111 million? Yes. Okay. Uh, Conor McGregor is is there, but Cristiano Ronaldo, 108 million, worth it? He's worth more. He's worth more. Now, are we talking to the team? or Because that's what people are considering, yes. right? Yes, okay. to the team, merchandise, quality, goals, championships. Messi, dude, I, dude Messi, Messi's stats are like second to none, Joe. He, LeBron he sucks, James. He sucks with – now, listen, LeBron James said that he was underpaid a couple of years ago. He saw – I don't know who it was. Somebody signed, like, I think it was uh, – it might have been uh, Verlander during the World, yes. World Series. I think when yep. he said, damn, I didn't know Verlander makes $35 million a year. And he goes, he makes more than me. And he said, you know, I should be getting more, basically, to be honest. He goes, I should have played baseball. Ha, ha, ha. And everyone right away, oh, shut up, LeBron. You deserve more. LeBron deserves, LeBron is underpaid. The NBA, and I, I bitch about this, Joe, the NBA salary system is whacked out. Like, J.J. Redick makes $24 million a year. Kevin Durant makes 28. Like, DeMar DeRozan makes 28. Durant makes 28. Mm. Bradley Beal. Everyone's a freaking max player in this league. Like, you know, listen, uh, what do you think LeBron James is really worth? The value of the, the Cleveland Cavalier franchise went up, like, you know, 90% with him or, like, 180% or whatever. To me, LeBron James would be worth $50, $60 million a year, $75 million a year. Not on the Lakers, because the Lakers already are the Lakers, but I think he's underpaid for real. I actually agree with him. Steph Curry, $76 million. Oh, God, you're getting a bargain with him. Right? Uh, Matt Stafford, $60 million. Uh, Yeah, he's the first one on the list that I'm like, eh. Matt eh. Ryan. Would you agree, though? Wouldn't you agree, though, Joe, when you hear people like the, 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 the common person? I work here. I do this. You know, I shovel snow all day for 10 bucks an hour. And this guy isn't happy with 14 mil. Yeah, yeah, but you didn't sacrifice your entire childhood. Never have fun in your life. Spend all the time in the gym. Spend all your time getting yelled at by Nick Saban. Mm -hmm. People don't realize. What do you you think these guys just woke up one day and said, I'm going to play in the NBA. I hate that crap. Yeah, people act like God just dropped them there. Yeah, you got to believe in God. If God, you know what? God doesn't reward people that don't work, okay? My grandfather told me that. He had a great line. He goes, the Lord helps those who help themselves. 
People would sit there and say, save me, Jesus, don't get saved. You know, people that, you know, go and say, you know what, God has my back. They're the ones that move forward. You got to be fearful, fearless, and not fearful of failure. You know, it's funny, I heard uh, this guy, I heard a guy talking the other day, these two dudes are having an argument, sort of a serious debate. And one of the guys said, he said to him, he goes, I can't do that. I'm a very religious man. And they were talking, it was like contractors. And they were talking mm-hmm. about like New York real estate. And man, you can't, you got to shift and do this. And he goes, I'm a religious man. And the guy, I I heard, I knew, I know them. I know one of them. I overheard them like I was waiting in the next room type thing. But he said to him, Joe, he goes, I read a Bible. I, w- I read a prayer every day when I wake up. He goes, I read a, uh. I read a uh, a prayer before I go to bed every night. But he goes, I'll tell you, there's one thing about God I know. God doesn't respect pussies. <laughs> it's actually a good line. It's it true. Is. Like, yep. being religious in God isn't being meek and like, oh, please save me, Jesus. No, it's like doing the right thing, stepping up and being a man, right? Like, you know, that, that's where I'm going with this. You get these 20. I can tell you, once you start getting the number 20 and moving down, you've you've got a lot of guys here, Gabe. I think you would just start rattling off, not worth it, not worth it, not worth it. For instance, uh, where is it here? Let's go to Trumaine Johnson, 37 million. No. (laughs) (laughs) Derek Carr, 32 million. Uh, Mm. Ryan Tannehill, 35 million. But they're still entitled to the money. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Are you, or someone you love, one of the nearly 1 million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. Visit today. Improve visibility and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades. Plus, earn double points during Old Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ensure clear vision in any weather and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract, guaranteed, or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare Share Exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract. They've helped thousands of people, and they're A-plus rated with a BBB. So if you feel scammed, you get mad, and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now, guaranteed. Call N-O-W. 800-804-7060. 800-804-7060. 800 That's 800-804-7060. All right, very uh, spirited program so far this morning. Fantasy Sports Radio Television Networks, your local radio f- uh, affiliates. You can always check out uh, sportsbyline.com. Uh, 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 we're on a, a million networks uh, across America. Well, not a million, but, you know, a lot. All right, a lot, lot of towns. West Virginia, baby. Big yeah, shout West out. Virginia. You know, I didn't realize yeah. this. Uh, we got Warren Moon, so we're getting Warren in here. But I didn't realize this. The state we're on the most is Wisconsin, actually. We're on, like, 21, like, little cities in Wisconsin, so... We're going to talk more Badgers here, but uh, nevertheless. So we played a video earlier. I don't know if Warren Moon are going to remember this. We played a video earlier of Mick Aussie, the crazy Australian, um, who Warren interviewed at the Super Bowl way back in Houston, uh, Patriots and Panthers. And now I'm looking up on Warren Moon's Twitter, and I see a picture of him and Aerosmith here. And I'm thinking, God, man, Warren Moon's just taken a million pictures and met a million people. Uh, <laughs> Warren Moon joins us now. Ward, it's always a pleasure, my man. How you doing this morning? I am doing great. How are you? I'm down in Houston visiting family and uh, watching the rodeo. You know, we have the biggest rodeo in the world here in Houston, so I come here every year to take the family to the rodeo and enjoy the, the rodeo and all the great concerts they have every night. So you're into the rodeo. I was going to say, what's the guy from L.A., man? Come on, here in the rodeo. So all those years in Texas got to you, huh? Yeah, I lived in Texas for uh, 14 years, so it rubs off on you. I got my big belt buckle, I got uh, the big hat and the boots and everything, so I'm ready. How much? How, how often you get like? What's it like when you're still to this day when you're dressed up like that? Can you? How far can you walk without people stopping you and saying, "Hey, Warren, how you doing?" Like, uh, what's it like walking around the rodeo? You know, it actually helps having the big hat on and everything because people aren't looking at you that way. Yeah, and that's what I was and, thinking. Uh, I don't. I don't look exactly the way I looked when I was playing. I used to have a, you know, a bigger afro. Now I'm bald headed and I have a mustache. <laughs> I don't have that anymore. So I've got a completely different look. So people have to give a double take sometimes when they see me. That's great. You know, it's funny. We actually had a video. I don't know if you remember this, Warren. I doubt you would, but it was the Super Bowl. I think you were working for Fox, maybe. You were interviewing people. It was the Patriots and the Panthers. You interviewed a crazy Australian guy. You were like, where the hell are you from? And we actually played the video up, and it was funny, man. Yeah, you look you look so young in the picture, Ward. <laughs> like even and young. I'm 48, and I've, you and I have talked a lot. And I told you, yeah, I'm from Montreal, so I grew up watching the rivalry with you and the Alouettes and stuff, and and you know, and, and into the National Football League after the fact. All right, so I'm Gabriel Morenci, Joe Ranieri's in Florida. I'm in New York. Let's get into some football. I'm gonna throw it right now. It seems to me, and I brought this up earlier, Warren, that 
what do you feel? How would Antonio Brown be a nice fit for Seattle? Because to me, from a football perspective, it seems, man, this is like chocolate and peanut butter, bro. I don't think it would be a good fit at all because the Seahawks are not a team that are going to throw the ball the, n- the number of times that Antonio would probably want to get targeted each each football game. Uh, they're a team that wants to run the football. They're going to run as much, if not more, than everybody else in the league. And that's just not the uh, kind of offense I think Antonio wants to fit into. He wants to go somewhere where he doesn't get the football. And, and he's used to being targeted anywhere from you know 10 to 12 times a game, uh, probably six, seven catches a game. That usually does not happen in Seattle's offense. Do you think, you know, can you get through to him about winning um, as opposed to just, you know, what, what what's your take on Antonio Brown? Is he happier just, I'll be on a bad team and I'll get 14, you know, 19 targets a game and 14 catches? And I'm good. Is that is that who he is? Because that's what a lot of Steeler players have sort of implied. Even Coach Tomlin said he's got to worry less about his stats. I remember even a couple of years ago he said that, Ward. Well, I think I'm, I think he wants to win. Uh, there's no question about it. And ever since he's been with the Pittsburgh Steelers, they've been a winning football team. They just haven't been able to get back to that Super Bowl. But, again, when you're a receiver that's used to catching the ball over 100 times a year like he has over the last six years, the Seahawks haven't had a – I think they've had one receiver, Doug Baldwin, who had a right around 100 catches one time during his career. That's just not something they do. So I think Antonio would be happier going to a team that does have a chance to win, but that does have more of a passing offense. Warren, it's Joe Ranieri, and uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you, my friend. I'm wondering if you can comment on the Johnny Manziel getting banned from the CFL and what you think might be in store for him moving forward. Yeah, that's a, a real particular case because I know Johnny wanted to play football. That's why he's up in Canada. Uh, but also now there's a couple more opportunities down here in the United States with the Alliance of American Football League starting up this year and next year the XFL starting up. So that gives them two more opportunities to play back here in the United States. So you don't know whether he did something to avoid that deal or if it was something that actually did avoid the deal that gave him an opportunity to come back to the United States to play. But I think he still wants to play football. I think he's been approached by probably both leagues because they're looking for high-profile players uh, to kind of promote their league. So I think it could be a, a match made in heaven if he goes to the right football team down here. But the big question is whether he did void something in his contract deliberately or he did it because he just slipped up in his uh, in his treatment program. Uh, Warren Moon with us. Yeah, and I guess from what I understand, I can't confirm it, but I believe it was uh, he missed some, um, some um, doctor – uh, doctor, um, you know, sessions. Appointments, uh, deal, yeah. Yeah, dealing with his bipolar, yeah, mental issues, et cetera, that he basically blew off a couple of treatment sessions. I, I, you know, I wish him the best. And that, I, and that could, that could have been, that could have been done purposely just to, to avoid his contract point. so he could make him free. Good you know, point. otherwise, uh, so I, I really don't know, and I don't want to speculate, but the bottom line is. Johnny's available now to come back to the uh, United States and play. I tell you what, though, Warren, and I still watch the CFL. He struggled. He he couldn't win a starting job. Uh, Jeremiah Masoli, yeah. the kid out of Mississippi and Oregon, he beat him out in Houston. June Jones uh, uh, in Hamilton, excuse me, Houston in Hamilton. June Jones was there, brought Johnny in, and he, he just didn't click. Mike Sherman's the coach with the Alouettes now, Warren. And, you know, I don't know if he has the arm strength or you know, he wasn't quite as fast. You know – Tell people listening right now, what's the difference being a quarterback in the Canadian Football League and the NFL with that bigger field? Like, you need to have an arm, don't you? 
You really do, especially when you're playing on the wider field, throwing those out routes. There's a lot more uh, area that you uh, have to throw the football into. And then you play in a lot of situations where you play in, in very stiff winds, whether you're going up to Saskatchewan and playing on the plains or in, in Winnipeg, places where the wind blows really strong. So you better have a, a nice strong arm that will cut through that, that type of weather. And I don't know if Johnny had that. And I thought it was going to be a really great situation for him going up to Canada playing on the wider field because he's yeah. a guy that's always been able to escape and make plays uh, outside of the pocket. But it just didn't seem to fit for him uh, the couple of different places he went while he was up there. Let me throw a guy at you that everyone's talking about now in Kyler Murray. Uh, talk to us a little bit, if you can, about this, this quarterback class, uh, Ward. Because every year it seems to me it's the same thing. Oh, this QB class sucks. There's no one really good here. And then by the time the process is all over before the draft is here, every fan in the league, we got to get this guy. Yeah, the hype is over the top, right? They killed it at the combine. Everyone's been talking about Kyler Murray. Some talk about Haskins. I ask you as a Hall of Fame quarterback, when you see these kids play, maybe one of the other ones, but what's your take on this quarterback class? Well, I think those two guys at the top, Dwayne Haskins and uh, Kyler Murray, are both – first-round worthy quarterbacks. There's no question about it. Uh, you watch what Haskins did in college last year. You know, he had 50 touchdown passes in, in a, what, a 13-14 game season. That, that, that's amazing. And and then Kyler Murray was able to put up better numbers than uh, than the quarterback last year. Um, yeah, Mayfield, um, yeah. Mayfield, yeah, in, in his year and won the Heisman Trophy as well. So both of these guys can play. The big question on Kyler Murray was his, his size, his height. And I think he, because he came in at 5'10", a little bit over 5'10", that makes everybody kind of feel better because Russell Wilson has had that type of success at just about 5'10". And and now uh, Kyler Murray, who's a guy that might be a little bit more dynamic than Russell Wilson as far as his athleticism and the way the game has changed, the, the way they're calling plays and the offenses that they're running, more into what Kyler Murray can do uh, in the National Football League. So both of these guys, I think, are going to be surefire um Stars in the National Football League. Uh, the other guys, I'm not really as sure, but everybody tends to need a quarterback, and that's why I think the, the rush for quarterbacks becomes that way right here around the draft time because teams that do need a quarterback, it doesn't matter if, if you're rated high or not. If you're a first-round guy, they want you. They, they want to get a new quarterback in there and see if he can be the guy to turn around their franchise. That's why there's always a frantic uh, search for these quarterbacks when the draft comes around. Yeah. Now, where does uh, where does Nick Foles land in your opinion, Warren Moon? I mean, if you're the Giants, do you make a play at him since he knows the division? Uh, Pat Shermer, he played for his best year in Philadelphia, was with Pat Shermer. So, I mean, do you make a play if you're the Giants? You know, that's a that's a good uh, question because you don't know if the Giants want to go long term and 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 get somebody to go. Uh, be drafted young like a, a Dwayne Haskins or a Kyler Murray at the top of the draft, and you still have Eli Manning for maybe another year to groom a young guy? Or do you want to go and try and win right now with Nick Foles? But then what does that mean for Eli Manning? That means you pretty much have to, to get rid of Eli Manning. So I don't know. Maybe Nick Foles goes somewhere like Jacksonville, I think, that that uh, need a quarterback right now. They're a football team that has a really good running game in Leonard Fournette. They also have a great defense, and all they really need is that quarterback piece to, to get them back to the top again. So that, to me, maybe looks a, a better uh, opportunity for, for Nick Foles than maybe the Giants. Uh, Warren Moon uh, with us, the Hall of Famer. So, Warren, we've only got a couple minutes left before we get you out of here. We really appreciate you taking the time to be with us. We talked uh, at the opening about Antonio Brown being the type of guy uh, that needs the football. You was a quarterback 
what was it like? I mean, you had some you had some very talented wide receivers over the years. Would you, if you're a quarterback, do you is it tough dealing with a guy like this? And I mean, there was a talk sort of like Carson Wentz gets locked in on Zach Ertz too much. How does it get like affect the quarterback? Because a team that signs Antonio Brown, it's almost like you're a psychiatrist or something if you're the QB. You got to know how to manage this, right? How difficult is that? Yeah, you took the word right out of my mouth. You're almost like a psychiatrist or a psychologist as a quarterback, and you're also like a point guard in basketball that you have to distribute the ball to different guys. But you also have to know what guys you have to get the ball to early in the ball game, or they'll start sulking, and other guys that you don't have to worry about doing that as much. And that's why you try and get the ball, say, to a guy like Antonio Brown early in the ball game to keep him involved. Otherwise, I've had receivers where if I didn't get them the football early in the ball game, they tended to sulk. They didn't run their routes hard, and they didn't run the routes that maybe they were just trying to clear out an area for a uh, full speed. So you want to make sure you get those guys involved and keep them involved. And that's kind of the, the job of a quarterback to know what buttons to push on certain guys. And you're almost like you said, psychologist type of guy, but also like a point guard in basketball, fit into all your different teammates. Man, you had some great wide receivers uh, over the years uh, as well. Uh, Joe, you want to wrap it up? We got about a minute left. Yeah, Warren, do you think um, you think it's all right for a team like the Dolphins to put out there that they're uh, they're thinking about tanking and worrying about the draft next year instead of this year? No, I really don't. Uh, first of all, it doesn't um, send a great message to your football team as far as how they they want to work in the off season to get themselves ready to play. You know, because players want to win, and it doesn't matter who's on that football team, they all feel like they have a chance to, to be a good football team, especially this time of year when you're just getting ready to get started again as you go into training camp and, and through the preseason. So when you start sending messages out like that, that sends a message to your team that you're not committed from the top. So, so the players are going to say, why should we be committed? And why should we go out and play hard? And it's just not a good message all the way around. And it also sends a very negative message to your fan base we're spending all this money on, on season tickets to come see your team play, and they know you're not going to really go out there with a great effort to win football games. I hate that stuff. And now we got about 30 seconds left, but i got to bring it up. There's all, we're in New York. There's all kinds of talk. Oh, Odell this and Odell that. They're like, well, if they trade Odell, they'll, they'll have $16 million to spend. Yeah, on what? To get a good football player. You already have a good football player. Like the logic war to some of these teams, like they go through all this trouble to get good players, and they want to get rid of them after. Yeah, what they need to do with the Giants is build that offensive lineup and get them some protection so they can uh, protect their quarterback and run the football well and, and then build up their defense. But as far as their offense with uh, with the young running back and also Odell, they've got two really good pieces right there that are that they can be there for a long time and, and make them a very explosive football team offensively. The Hall of Famer, Warren Moon, on the morning after Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks, Warren. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. 
$100. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Morning after. Thanks to Warren Moon, the Hall of Famer. Great stuff. Yeah. Uh, with Warren disagrees. I, I listen, I get Warren's take as far as Antonio Brown and who he is and technically not fitting with Seattle. But wouldn't you say, Joe, Antonio Brown has to reflect right now and realize that he's 30 years old and that the days of getting 14 footballs thrown at him all the time are over. It like what team, let me ask you, Joe, what team is going to throw him the football as much as he wants? You know, Gabe, I got to get over the fact I'm probably never going to hit that $100 10-team parlay that I play every week in hopes of, but that's <laughs> probably not going to happen either. So I don't think you're going to be able to teach an old dog new tricks. Uh, the thing that makes guys like Antonio Brown and Des Bryant so good uh, is they really do in their own minds believe that they can't win without him, that he is that important of a piece, and he wants people to uh, know that. So I don't know that he's ever going to change his ways in enough time to be words, able to. So in other words, he'll be on a losing team. Absolutely. Have fun in Oakland. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's, that's the yep. way this works. There he goes. Okay, yep. let's say good good teams. All right, let's say the Patriots. Like, say, Let's say the Patriots team. Never have. Great team. And they say, but listen, you can't, we're not throwing you the ball. Like, we'll throw you the ball if you're open. 
You might get the ball three times. You might get the ball seven times. Like, we don't know. We change the game plan every week. He says no. The L.A. Rams. He's not going to the Rams. Rams good team. Nope. They're like, we no, we, we, we spread it around. We got Cooper Cup. We've got Brandon Cooks. We've got Robert Woods. We've got Todd Gurley. We mix it up. You're going to New Orleans? You know what I mean? Oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. Like, give me the damn ball. Give me the damn ball. Like, so you look at good good football teams don't pay their, their offense to a whiny prima donna bitch wide receiver. Yep. They don't. Good teams don't do that. So, I don't know. And bad teams don't have a need to pay a wide receiver $18 million a year. So, if you see where I'm going here, Antonio. You know, Levon Bell, you're going to find this out too, bro. People ain't going to be lining up, man, like John's outside the Orchard Spa Jupiter. All right? You're going to have to take what you can get. It's like Bryce Harper. You think Bryce Harper thought, you know what, I'm going to become a free agent, and I wish I moved to Philadelphia. (laughs) They're the only ones that gave you the money, Bryce. Morning After continues, Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Networks. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for the business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. All right, level three. Great show uh, this morning. Well, I guess the uh, the audience can uh, decide whether it was a great show or not, but uh, I guess management can decide, right? Audiences don't pay the bills. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what it comes down to. Um that's technically, yeah, yeah. This is a Bavona sucking up to the fans. I pay your salary. Uh, <laughs> you know, one of these uh, by days, the way, Chris. Uh, Gabe, I, got, I have the arrest numbers, too, by the way. All right, so. Uh, so since 2000, the, the team Bengals. with the most arrest, Denver. Wow. Then followed by the Vikings. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? These numbers are skewed because was the Vikings – was the love that's, boat yeah. thing part of it? Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So that's sort yep. of thing. That was like a bunch of them at once, you know? Yep. Yeah, last year. I still think uh, about that, Joe. Go back. Remember what a big scandal that was? Yeah, it was Didn't huge. Didn't they get suspended remember? and stuff? Like, yes. Four, like players yeah. and four games and like. They were hiring escorts and going out on these boat cruises. And yeah, it so was, uh, I don't know. They yeah. weren't they weren't uh, sleeping with imported Chinese sex slaves that had their passports revoked. They were partying on a boat with an escort agency. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, what's worse? You know what I mean? (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) I'm with you there. Robert Kraft. I was reading today, pardon the pun, but Robert Kraft's going to get off. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, he is. And did you hear why he's going to get off? It well, turns out that they, yeah. they, the cops screwed it up. Of yeah. course, you know, their eagerness to be yeah. uh, on a national stage, they, they forgot to, uh, you know, actually check if the women he was with were, in fact, um, you know, being humanly trafficked, except they, they're from America. Yeah, and that's another thing, yeah. too, I'm reading. They illegally put the camera in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did. Like, they admitted. Oh, like, we thought yeah. it was cool. Oh, yeah, we faked a bomb scare. Yeah. You can't do that. No. You need to go to a judge and say, listen, they're running an escort. They're running, you know, there's a sex trafficking ring. And then the judge yeah. says, all right, you can do this. They didn't do it, Joe. Why did it take you six months to bust it if people were being locked in uh, in closets? for and, tw- Like, what, what were you doing? And not <laughs> to mention, remember I kidded earlier in the week? I said, I bet you the cops went and got a couple of tugs as proof. Yeah. They did. Yeah. They did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. Morning after continues. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash higher. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. But they need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Improve visibility and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades. Plus earn double points during Old Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ensure clear vision in any weather and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888 400 
andro400.com. Morning after. Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Network. I just retweeted out an awesome video. <laughs> Colby Covington, UFC former interim champion, resident jackass. Um, he really is a jackass, all right? And I don't call these guys out. He could kill me, whatever it is, but the guy's a moron. He's a jackass, and he's an idiot, if I can be any clearer. Um, it's a hell of a combo, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm trying to emphasize. I just want to get my point known. <laughs> But he has a point. Like, for some reason, Dana White keeps, like, not giving him the fights that he wants. So he's turned on Dana White, who's his buddy. He's turned on him. And Dana can do whatever that he wants. So Dana's gambling at the palms. Dana likes to play the tables. And Colby uh, Covington knows this. So he filmed it. And he went and he ambushed Dana White at the table. Dana's pissed. And everyone's, mm. of course, taking the old Mr. Dana White's side. Saying, oh, you shouldn't harass the guy at the table and blah, blah, blah. But... I like it. Dana White creates these monsters. Let him live with it after. I mean, whatever, dude. I like what he said, though. He went up to Dana at the table. And he's filming. He goes, hey, Dana, are you spending all that Reebok money on, on gambling instead of paying the fighters? Dana's like, stop filming. And you, you can't film. And I, <laughs> I enjoy it. Right. Let's send it to Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, Ted Sportsbook and Casino. All right, there we go. Yeah, yeah, there's the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, look at it. <laughs> look at that, he's going right in. Look, is he gonna walk right up to him? Yeah, watch. He doesn't even know he's there though, Joe. He goes, Dana's probably gambling in the palms. He always is. Like there's no. a longer and he gets he finds him. Uh, oh no, look at him. <laughs> yeah, look at that. He's going right in. Dana, what's up, bro? Is he going to walk right How up? you doing? Watch. How you he doing? I just want an explanation why I'm not fighting for the belt this weekend. Come on, bro. I just want I want an explanation, man. Wow, that is crazy. You see, though, he said, stop filming. There's people stop gambling filming. here. Yeah. You notice Dana wow. was the only guy at the table? Dana was alone, yeah. and he had a bunch of his fanboy, like, sort of groupie hanger-ons watching and a security wow. guy there. But we'll get to that. Let's bring in Ted Savransky. Ted Sportsbook and Casino would have kicked Colby Covington out on the street. Teddy! What's up, Teddy? So uh, he was in the high uh, in the high limit room uh, at the Palms. It was clear that's where he was walking when he went in. Oh, there. is that where, is that uh, where yeah, it was? Yeah. Dana was kind of alone, and his entourage is behind him because... He gets uh, not that he's the only person in the room entirely, but yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The high limit room where regular Joes aren't supposed to go. Well, and uh, oh, is that okay? So that's even it. And you're not supposed to film people gambling at a table either. Remember, Teddy, you used to couldn't pull out your phone in a sports book. I yeah. sat down and did a podcast at Harris last time I was there. <laughs> like, <laughs> sure, different world from the oh, get your phone out of the sport. You know, yeah. they used to have security guards in every sports book. I know. Literally. As soon as you pick up the phone, oh, you got to take that out of here. Yeah, no, I remember, uh, like, sitting no. at Palace Station, minding my business in the chairs, Teddy, like, 2 in the afternoon, just sort of t- texting, got a tap on the shoulder, so, boss, you, you can't do that here. Like, you know, I'm like, what, I can't text someone from here? They're like, no, no phones. Yeah. That was now you can come in and film area, everyone, like, hey. You know, it was it was a long time. It wasn't a, a ban for a year or two. That was a long I know. time until mm. everybody had a cell phone and, and, and until mobile wagering started. Uh, 
you know, a good decade. You weren't you weren't allowed to pull out your cell phone and in any sports book in Vegas. I remember they kicked me, Cam, and Jim Feist off the out of the parking lot at the Luxor for filming. <laughs> like we did that parking lot. Oh, you know, damn. They kicked you and Cam out of everywhere for doing anything. Ah, it's not uh, the only place. Thank you, Teddy. Yeah, Thank you. Know. you. Uh, oh, you've met you've met him, Teddy, have you? Well, me and Teddy go way back, yeah. <laughs> yeah, once or twice, yeah. Yeah, once or twice. Um, I lived in Vegas too, Joe. So, uh, yeah, um, yeah. All right, Teddy, what are we looking at tonight? We got Ivy League, we got NBA, we've got Alliance uh, this week. Man, I can't figure the NBA out, and I love the NBA. I follow it every day, but I almost want to take a couple of days off. And you know, look, Orlando Magic lose outright to the Chicago Bulls. They beat the Toronto Raptors by 15 on the road. They subsequently then lose to the Knicks in their next game, and then they beat the Golden State Warriors. I can't figure this crap out. Uh, Phoenix Suns beat Miami. Miami beat Golden State, and then uh, nearly went on the road again last night. I'm betting Alliance football this week, Teddy. Uh, save me in basketball. What do you got? Can you help me? I love the NBA this time. What are you talking? Orlando's the easiest team to read. This is the rule with the Orlando Magic. Take the points. Doesn't matter. Mm. They're laying. Take the points. They're the dog. Take the points. Look at the last 20 games for Orlando. You're saying underdog and Magic play. games, no matter what. Yeah. They cannot step down in class and play well. They have consistently stepped up in class and played well in recent weeks. Orlando is a take-the-points team every time they come out there. Who else were you bitching and moaning about? The all right, all right. right. Well, forget about the past. Then make it easy for me tonight. Then don't tell me what I did wrong. Well, well for, for Teddy, 14-2-1. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks, Teddy. 14-2-1 the dogs are in the NBA over the last 48 hours. Can that trend continue? With the, with the dogs cashing in? Yeah. Of course it can continue. <laughs> you know? It's not like yeah. in March in the NBA, every favorite is going balls to the wall to win every game. It's not that way. Exactly. And we've seen a bunch of bad teams, the bottom feeders, all of a sudden, Cleveland's four or five points better than my season-long power rating for them right now. Same story with Chicago. Way better than my season-long power rating was. Atlanta's better than my season-long power rating would indicate right now. So you have all these bad teams that are playing okay that may well be bet on teams this month. So that's just a couple that, that stand out to me. I was on the Atlanta Hawks the other night. It was a good pick. Uh, Bulls actually stayed away with two of these teams playing each other. All right. I'll rattle off all the games in the NBA, and then Teddy, jump in, and then Joe, you got something as well. Brooklyn Nets minus three against the Hornets. Like you just stated, Brooklyn – Nice story. They're not a good team to be laying points with. Um, they came back in a close game against these guys the other night. Bulls and Hawks. I was on the Hawks plus the five the other night against the T-Wolves. They're laying two and a half against the Bulls. Raptors laying five to the Blazers. Uh, Raptors are a weird on and off team. They, they generally don't cover the Toronto, though. Uh, the fading Boston Celtics laying eight and a half tonight to the Wiz. Pelicans minus five at the Suns. Kings and Clippers. I like the Kings tonight. Eight and two ATS last ten. And then uh, the the mainstream everybody talks about game. Greek Freak and LeBron. Milwaukee and L.A. What do you think, Teddy? Well, I mean, I got opinions on all of them. Uh, where should we go? Let's talk. <laughs> we got about, about six about minutes. <laughs> because this is this is the mother of all bounce back spots for Boston. Boston has come out of the All Star break. They've lost every game. They got blown out in Toronto. They got a bad loss to the Bulls. It's it is truly the circle the wagon spot for the Celtics. And you read the quotes from Brad Stevens. He's like, defensively, we're fine. We just missed a bunch of shots. It was a very calming message for his squad. The Wizards off a win? No, I don't know if they get two in a row. I like Boston laying the spot. And, of course, the money's coming the other way uh, on Washington tonight. That's one 
that stands out to me. I worry about laying a price with Sacramento because mm. of exactly what happened in the Bucs game. And I've seen this four or five times from the Kings this season. Put them in a close game with two minutes left. There's no half-court offense. They cannot generate a shot. They're supposed to beat the Bucs the other night. They don't because the offense doesn't work in tight games late. That worries me against the Clippers this evening when they have to win by margin in order to cover the number. Yeah, what about the Lakers, though? Here we go again. I mean, you want to talk about uh, you want to talk about a situation where to bounce back with Milwaukee laying four and a half on the road, taking on, uh, you know, LeBron James, who's active. He's got some sort of activation. I don't know if it's a rash or whatever, but he's he's ready to go now, apparently. And here we go. The Lakers are going to win, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, Giannis is still dealing with the sore knee. And mm. we've seen Budenholzer be very clear about, hey, I'm worried about his minutes. I'm going to limit his minutes. I'm going to limit his fourth quarter minutes. This game means a lot more to the Lakers than it does to the Bucs on a six-game winning streak. And I believe in L.A. I think the Lakers make the playoffs. I think they will be the eighth seed in the West. Wow. You really do, huh? Okay. Hey, that's bold. All right. Upset. So you call it. How about the money line? Because we've got a minute, unfortunately, Teddy. Uh, money line here, plus 165 Lakers. They win the game outright? Sure. I mean, anytime I'm taking a dog in the NBA, I'm taking a piece uh, at least a little bit of taste of the money line. And this is a game where I would probably put two-thirds of my wager plus the points and a third on the money line. I think the Lakers are very live to win. You're doing uh, – we got about 30 seconds, Teddy. Are you betting the Alliance League at all? You know, I didn't see anything that jumped at me this week. It, it, it looked it's to weird. me like a Last week, week I didn't love it. This week, it's jumping at me, bro. Jumping. What do you got? Memphis Express. Here. Mettenberger. They're 2-1 against the spread. They're oh. covering the numbers. Give me Memphis. Give me the Salt Lake Stallions plus the four – Give me the San Antonio Commandos plus eight, Birmingham Iron, the worst 3-0 football team in football history. Oh! And we'll lay the 14 with the hot shots. I'm feeling it this oh. week, Teddy. Uh, I got no problem. <laughs> the one I like the most out of those is probably San Antonio plus. Uh, yeah. that Commandos get me. I'm with you on Birmingham as not being quite as good as their record would be. Sportsmemo.com. Check out Teddy. Comes experts. You follow him on Twitter. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. 
Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. There's a reason why those guys are on ESPN and not running teams. Let's bring in a guy Probably could run a football team, actually. I'm saying um, NFL, I don't know. We've got to find the right league for Lisi, actually, though. <laughs> okay. Uh, and we had a guy on yesterday, uh, Joe Lisi. Good to catch up with you, Joe. Joe Lisi, Joe, just go for the two. How you doing, Joe? What's up, Gabe? It's probably the XFL. That that yeah, yeah. fits me, you know, with the, with the flair and the style. Uh, I could go with McMahon. Yeah, yeah, the X is for extreme, <laughs> as uh, Homer said. Um no, but, you know, we had a guy on, Russ Landy, yesterday. And he actually has, like, seminars and, like, he's a longtime scout. And he, like, for people who want to get into the scouting bids, is something you ever considered, Joe? Like, I mean, you you live and breathe these these players. Look, I love football. And I love betting on football. I love talking about football. But you like the actual, this guy's 5'9 out of this high school. And this was the coach there and stuff. You ever considered getting into scouting at all? Back in the day, Gabe, I had the opportunity to become a scout for uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I, I knew a former defensive coordinator for the New York Jets, Ralph Hawkins. He was the defensive back coach for Seattle under Chuck Knox, and he became a scout for uh, Indianapolis and Arizona back in the day. And back in 93, 94, I had that opportunity, passed up on it. But I'm not into the draft as much in meaning the combine as I was back in the day. I used to take the NFL combine when I was in college and when I was after college as well. And now it's the long off season of college football. Still watch it, but not like not as involved as I was even five or ten years ago. Yeah, even me. I used to bet on the 40s and all this type <laughs> of stuff. Now I'm like, ah, I don't. You know, I'm betting on games. I don't. You know, wake me up when it's over type of deal. And we'll see. We'll see what happens with all the hype. Um, but we got Joe Ranieri in Florida here, too. We'll get to Joe in a second. So let's just start throwing some players at you. 
Were you surprised, Joe, to see that Kyler Murray was 5'10-1 when everyone thought for sure he was like 5'9, maybe 5'9, two-thirds type thing? Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's right in that area. I mean, I think that the shocking part is that he was listed as 5'10, and usually in the, in the game programs and, and when players are listed, they're listed yeah. two or three inches a little bit higher. So I think that's why a lot of individuals thought he was in the area of about 5'8, 5'9. So credit to the Sooners, actually, Joe. It's a good point. They're not They're not fudging the numbers with their kids then. Exactly, exactly. That's a great point. So, I mean, he's dead on. I guess the one concern about his measurements was the hand size, only about nine and four eighths. Russell Wilson, the same size, had about 10 and, and two eighths. So a bigger hand with the NFL football, that would be one concern. But I think he should test just fine in the NFL combine. Another thing, too, Joe Ranieri and Joe Lisi, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the NFL football a little smaller than a college football, too? It's not. It's it's wider. Okay, so that's that's a good point, Joe. I was gonna say yeah, the mm. college ball is rounder, right? It's more, yeah, it's it's longer the NFL ball, right? It, it with the grip. But I brought it up yesterday, Joe Ranieri. Remember we talked about it. Paxton Lynch has like nearly 11 inch hands. How's that working out for him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Joe, it's Joe, so true. Um, every guest we have is Joe, Joe, and Joe. I gotta call Joe. you guys last names, but. Lisi, we just had, I was talking about it yesterday, too. We're looking at the biggest hand sizes in the NFL hand size. Paxton Lynch, number one. Cody Kessler, number two. All right, so you got big hands, Cody. Good for you. You're still terrible when we put you in the game. Yeah, I agree 100%. I think that one thing when you look at Kyler Murray's game, he's like Lamar Jackson. He has the tendency to hold the football with one hand. So it's not so much in terms of passes. It's when he breaks contain holding the football and ball security. So Russell Wilson does a fantastic job in terms of protecting the football on the next level. That would be the one concern for for Kyler Murray due to his hand, hand size, not for the fact of tossing the football and making his reads or progressions. Hey, JoJo, um, listen, the thing that concerns me about Kyler Murray is if you're a general manager and you've got a lot of game changers on the defensive side of the ball coming out of this draft, and if you're talking about taking a, a dude who, let's face it, they can say put on all the weight he wants, his playing weight, which is not the same as, as what he is right now, probably going to be a buck 90, a buck 95. And when you have these types of athletic quarterbacks, they're not, it, it's not in them to run out of bounds or to try and get at. They always think they're like a juke away from scoring a touchdown. We saw it with RG3, Michael Vick, Lamar. They always think they can do it, and a dude that's a buck 90, 95 is going to get killed. Yeah, I mean, that's a great point, Joe. I think when you look at, you know, Kyler Murray's game, he's done a great job of not taking hits and sliding and getting out of bounds the way Russell Wilson has done on the next level. I think when you look at two players that have the same type of game, you look at Lamar Jackson, he hasn't been able to do that as much in his first season in Baltimore. So I think that's the one game, one part of his game in terms of Kyler Murray hasn't taken a lot of hits at the collegiate level. Now, when he faced Alabama in the first quarter, he did get hit a little more than what he was used to. But in the second half, he made adjustments. As long as he can do that, on the next level, I think he'll progress. Now, is he at the same level where Baker Mayfield was coming out of Norman last year? I don't think so. I think he needs to progress. Had a solid senior season, but I think it's going to take him another year to get acclimated to the NFL game. Joe Lisi uh, with us. 
All right, Joe. Uh, we'll get to we'll get to um, some of the other quarterbacks, but it's a defense heavy draft uh, right now, especially at the top end here. And there's some good players. So talk to me about Bosa. In your opinion, is Bosa better than than his brother already? Is like is Nick? It's hard to say. I mean, people are saying this, but I mean, the kid got hurt at at Ohio State, so I don't know. And he didn't come back and play after. But what's your take on Nick Bosa? Is he the best player on the board? I don't think he is, Gabe. I think he's a legitimate top 10 pick. I don't think he's the first overall pick in the NFL draft. You brought up the injury concerns, and you brought up the production of his brother. Now, when he was out of Ohio State's defense, we saw that defense take a slip back, especially in run support. He is a dominant defensive force, and he'll be a difference maker on the next level. But the concern of coming off an ACL injury hurt now with the rehab, where is he, even though he tests well, will he be in game shape? It took his brother a little a while to get acclimated when he laid off from San Diego. So I think there's some other players on the defensive side of the ball, like Cleveland Farrell, that could be difference makers that do not have injuries. So, and Allen as well as another edge rusher. So I would take those players over Bosa because he does have an injury concern. Yeah, the New York Jets guys, uh, you know, and you talked about it, Joe, uh, Ranieri, you, you talked about it with Dane. And I know Dane's a Jet guy, actually, so I'm sure you guys really did talk about it, about them dangling that third pick out there, uh, yep. you know, to, to trade down. Uh, you know, and, he, and get, they even said, hey, if one of these guys wants one of these quarterbacks, we're here. You know what I mean? And we'll see how it plays out. But at the same point in time, Lisi and Ranieri, doesn't this Josh Allen kid from Kentucky just feel like he'd be a perfect New York Jet? I'll start with you, Ranieri, on this one. Like, this kid out of Kentucky is a good edge rusher. Like, and you know, the Jets, they need an edge rusher. Seems like a perfect fit to me. Yeah, absolutely. I, it, and listen, I wouldn't be at all opposed to them going offensive linemen, too, with the uh, one yep, kid yep. from Alabama. I wouldn't mind them doing that, protecting uh, protecting Sam Darnold. You know, build the team from the inside out. I don't have a problem with that. But the Jets, in all likelihood, they'll probably go defense because it's hard to find those Ed Rushers these days, Joe. Yeah, I agree with you, Joe. I think the edge rusher in today's NFL is a difference maker. We see quarterbacks that want to get the football out in three and four seconds flat. You need to be able to put pressure on opposing quarterbacks, and and that's what Allen has done. He's progressed in Lexington under Mark Stoops, and more importantly, you look at Dupree with Pittsburgh, his progression, he was a difference maker for that defense as well. So if the Jets do take Josh Allen with number three overall, I can't argue with that pick for the defense. All right, Joe Lisi was us. Going for the two. And Joe's hardcore. He already has his week one previews up, actually, I saw on Twitter. That's hardcore, Joe. <laughs> yeah. That's great. And week Joe, one. I'm wondering, Joe, could you tell me, I'm a big Herm Edwards fan, and I was a little ticked off that so many people stuck a fork with him coming back to coaching at Arizona State, telling me the guy couldn't coach anymore. What, what kind of job, what kind of grade would you give Herm Edwards, Arizona State, that he did this year? Well, I think the one thing, when you look at 7-6 and six overall, and I know Gabe was high on Herm Edwards, called the victory over Michigan State in the regular season. It was a great call. I mean, he got that team better. They progressed. They had some quality wins. You look at that road win against USC. If this was the same team uh, under Todd Graham a couple of years ago, I think they would have folded. So you look at their body of work. Their seven wins came against opponents with a combined overall record of 390%. But you look at the six losses, guys, that came against 
elite competition, and they only lost all six of those games by 6.8 points per game. So they got better and played closer ball games within the conference. The concern for for Arizona State is going to be the loss of Harry at the wide receiver position and the loss of Wilkins at the quarterback position. So if they can sustain that, I think Herm Edwards has a solid program in Tempe in years to come. All right, uh, Joe. What's the deal with, um, you know, Alabama players, to me, they're always hit or miss. You know, and Nick Saban, I think, works them very, very hard where they lose a little bit of their fun for football. It's like a, it's like a boot camp, right, for four years or three years, whatever you're there. And, you know, like Fournette said the same thing. He goes, man, it's easier in the NFL than it was at LSU. He goes, basically, it's just a pain in the ass playing, the, you know. And they're a little drained after the fact. So it seems to me, Joe, that Alabama players are either really, really good or they grew up, you know, very, very broke. You know, they grew up poor. They went through crap for years in Alabama. To them, once they get the money and they get on the stage, man, they won. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm good, dude. Like, that's what I went through here. They don't get that drive, but we'll continue this on the other side. We'll get Joe's take on Quinn and Williams and, and, and others. But I got to tell you, I'm a big Ed Oliver fan. I like Ed Oliver a lot, um, but we'll get to that and more. It's college basketball season, and the Monmouth Park Sportsbook by William Hill is your best bet to watch and wager on all the games leading up to the big tournament. Watch every minute of action on our 75-foot HD video wall. Wager on props, parlays, over-unders, and much more. Go to monmouthpark.com for hours and information. Excludes New Jersey college teams and college events taking place in New Jersey. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Calling all drivers. Want a career that will take you places? Then Coach USA and Megabus is the place for you. Coach USA and Megabus, leaders in the local and inner city bus transportation industry, are looking for career minded, conscientious drivers with a valid CDL Class A or B license with passenger endorsement. They offer paid training, competitive salary, and many benefits. Apply now and start driving to a better future. Visit CoachUSA.jobs. That's CoachUSA.jobs. If your vehicle is riding rough, it may be time for new shocks or struts. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, buy a combination of two or four select Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts and get up to an $80 Visa gift card by mail. Improve your ride with Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is under 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 
andro400.com. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. But they need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Morning After continues. Fantasy Sports, our radio and television networks. I'm getting called out for some of my uh, past pre-draft predictions in the past. And listen, the NFL is impossible, guys. NFL, they don't know. Nobody knows. If Bill Belichick and the Patriots were such geniuses, they wouldn't have waited to take Tom Brady in the sixth round, Joe Lisi. You know what I'm saying? We don't know, man. We don't know. Like, I'm telling you, look at the Super Bowls, guys. Every year, it's the same thing. It comes up. Hey, look, uh, 72% of the starters in the Super Bowl were third to sixth round draft picks, Lisi. We all focus on the first and second rounders and stuff, but championships are won in the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth rounds. Yeah, great point, Gabe. I think that that's where teams are built, like you mentioned, and that's what makes watching college football and following it the best game in town because we understand the players that played each and every Saturday, and these are the players that might not be at the top five of draft boards, but guys like us follow them each and every week watching college football. So these are how you build teams, special team players, situational players like third down backs will be very, very important for teams, especially in the NFL game today. So we'll see how this draft plays out later in, in April and May. So I'm interested about the combine later today and over the weekend. My deal here, guys, I don't know what your take is, Renary, too, but Quinton Williams, the guy that I kept hearing was going to be the top pick, top pick, top pick. Yeah, his stock seems to be dropping a little bit uh, right now where, you know, he's anywhere between sort of like five and seven type of deal. Uh, I'll start with you, Lisa, on this one. Quinnen Williams, what's your take on this kid? Oh, I, I think he's a dominant, dominant defensive uh, run stuffer. He's the guy that you want in the middle. He can play a number of different positions inside. You can move him outside as well. He's a guy that will force double teams. But again, I think we're splitting hairs, Gabe. Quinton Williams is probably the best defense alignment. But I mean, you have guys like Christian Wilkins. You have Dexter Lawrence there. You have your guy Ed Oliver. I yep. think if you take all four of those guys, I don't think there's a big drop off in terms of production on the next level. You keep, you can make an argument for all four of those guys being drafted ahead of each other. So we'll see how it plays out in May. But I think those are the four best interior defense alignment when you're talking about the college prospects coming into the draft. What about uh, tight ends? I know a lot of guys are, are looking at the uh, the kid from Iowa. Actually, both tight ends the two from, kids Iowa. from Iowa. Yeah. yeah, the two kids from Iowa. I mean, let's look. Dallas is bringing back a 48-year-old in order to play, uh, I guess. So, I mean, shouldn't they be looking? Yeah, come There's on, a few I'm 48. Good tight ends. He's not I'm just, that old. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, he's coming back. But, uh, you know, a team like Dallas could really use one of those kinds of uh, one of those players. 
Yeah, they can. I mean, both uh, Iowa tight ends. I like Fant better. I, I think he could be used in a number of different ways, especially on red zone opportunities. But they have great size. Iowa's one of those teams like Stanford that utilize the tight end in the college game. Uh, you look at Arcea Whiteside. You look at Zach mm. Ertz as well. I mean, those are two players on the next level that could progress. But Fant, to me, is the guy that can catch the football. You could utilize him out in the slot as well. He can gain 10 to 15 pounds of muscle and still be at the same in terms of 40 time as he is at the combine so I agree with you I think tight ends on the next level will be uh, a position that you have to look at but again I don't think reaching up for these guys in the first round you could get solid tight end play second third fourth rounds we've seen it each and every year in the NFL draft let's talk some wide receivers and it's a position guys I haven't heard a lot about coming into this draft I hear about, we know about all the great linemen on the defensive side of the football. There's a few pretty good cornerbacks, Greedy Williams and a couple other guys. Um, I hear people say in the know that they like the running back class, but later, you know what I mean? From the late, you know, third round to fifth round, all these running backs, you got some solid backs uh, right there. Not hearing a lot of love, Lisey, for the wide receiver class this year. Talk to me about the wide receiver class uh, every time I uh, you go on online, I keep seeing this big kid all ripped, uh, with a Metcalf kid. Uh, good for you. I, I mean, like, yeah, the Holyfield's kid's all ripped too. He's not great either. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not looking for a bodybuilder, but talk to me about the wide receiver classes here, Joe. Yeah, Gabe, great point. I mean, he reminds me of remember Daryl uh, Boston from yeah, yeah, Ohio great State. call, Ohio State, I mean, Arizona yeah, Cardinals, was- yeah. He, he was all juiced up, too, on growth yep. hormone. But I think it's actually a be, a better wide receiver. It's funny you say that, Joe, because they pictured the Mississippi. Somebody picked, they did a thing. I don't know if it was Mississippi school or whatever. But it said, what do they feed the kids at Mississippi? And it, it pictures of him and Brown. I responded, steroids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, he, he came off a neck injury, Gabe. He's 6'4", and he played at around 212 pounds. Now he's 6'4", 230, so, and he's shredded. He's about 2% body fat, so I agree with that. I mean, I don't like that, thing. Joe. That's all good for the chicks and on Instagram. You know this. No, no body fat means, and Ranieri, too. I'm not one to talk about muscle, guys, but I've watched sports enough right, to know that no body fat means no protection. Guys with no body fat get injured a lot. You almost need a little bit of that flab as protection out there, guys. Yeah, not only that, Gabe, but he hasn't played at this weight in college. So how will that... I never you know, stayed healthy in college before. Right, exactly. So so you have that's a concern. I mean, if you're going to take Metcalf on the next level, I think he's a second or a third round pick. You can't base everything on the combine. You have to base it off his production at Ole Miss. So we'll see how it plays out. But that being said, I think it's a solid wide receiver class. You mentioned some uh, wide receivers. How about these two? You look at Hakeem Butler from Iowa State, a big kid. And I, a little Jordan Humphrey is another guy on the next level. He's 6'5", goes about 215, 220. Keep an eye out for him in the later rounds from Texas. Hey, Joe, let me ask you. I'm an Oklahoma State alum here, and the Kansas City Chiefs uh, find themselves in need of a running back uh, because that position's a hot mess. Justice Hill, uh, Elijah Hall, there's a couple of running backs uh, here that people should be taking a look at in the draft, maybe late first round, early second round. 
Yeah, Justice Hill was an interesting pick. Again, battled some injuries. He gave way to the freshman Hubbard at the end of the year, who's from Canada, Gabe. He, he played well for uh, Mike Gundy and the crew down the stretch. But Justice Hill is a difference maker. He has the speed to catch the edge of opposing defenses. He's like an Alvin Kamara type in terms of his physical stature, can gain 10 to 15 pounds of muscle, but he catches the football extremely well. Concern for uh, Justice Hill on the next level, again, in terms of pass blocking, wasn't a good pass blocker. He's more of a situational player. I like some other running backs later in the round. I like James Williams from Washington State. And keep an eye out from Memphis running back, Tony Pollard. He was a wide receiver. He's going into the combine as a running back. I think he could be a difference maker as well in the later rounds. We didn't talk about the kid from uh, Stanford here, Whiteside. You know, Joe, you and I talked when we were doing the show, Stanford – they like those box-out guys, but another yeah. guy that can sort of go into the end zone, box some people out, and take, get a football, isn't he? Yeah, he he's listed as a wide receiver. Again, he's a Zach. He's a hybrid, player. though. He's 6'2", yeah. 222, and he's still a kid. That right. means he can easily play at 240. And, and he's a solid route runner, Gabe. So that's the one thing on the next level where he can create separation in the passing tree. If you match him up on a nickelback or a linebacker, he can create separation. And especially in a five-wide type of scheme like New, like New England or even like a Travis Kelsey type for, for Kansas City, he has the same type of body type. All right, let's just throw it out there now, uh, Ranieri and Lisi. So what uh, what round does uh, the Patriots take Hunter Renfro in? <laughs> <laughs> you know it's happening. Uh, you know it's happening. <laughs> yeah, well, it would be a great pick. I mean, Hunter Renfro is a gamer, and you know he always steps up in a clutch situation. So if you need somebody to take over for Edelman, you can mention Andy Isabella from UMass as well, 102 reception, 1,600 receiving yards. Keep an eye out for him. But Hunter Renfro is a gamer, and more importantly, he's a two-time national champion. Yeah, how about Benny Snell from Kentucky? I mean, did anybody – has anybody Running grown back. more? I mean, yeah, has anybody actually grown more? He wasn't very highly recruited out of high school, but this guy's turned himself. If anybody can be an NFL guy, he can, can he? Yeah, I mean, he's a guy that can pound the football between the tackles. Does he have that type of top-end elite speed like a Todd Gurley? No, but he can be a productive back like a Mark Ingram type. I think in the right scheme, that's the that's the one comp. I think Benny Snell and Mark Ingram, same type of body scheme. I, I think he could be a value pick. If you're going to reach up and take Josh Jacobs from Alabama as a top-10 running back pick, I think you could take Benny Snell and still get the same type of production on the next level. All right. Uh, before we get you out of here, uh, Joe, and great stuff. Thanks for uh, guiding us through some of these players. Uh, Joe is a Miami Dolphins fan. So um, what about your Dolphins here? What's what's going on? I mean, moving forward, you had Tannehill one more year. Do you, you think they're going to draft a quarterback? No Dolphin fans of mine. You guys need a little sizzle, man. It's South Beach. You need a little flair. I don't know if I don't think Kyler Murray's going to be there still, though, at 13. So what do you think? Uh, what about the Dolphins, Joe? I was just talking about that. I would roll the dice if Kyler Murray's there. Give me Kyler Murray. But how about Nick Foles? I would love Ooh. Nick Foles over Tanny Hall. I, I hope they sign him. I don't think he'll go there. But uh, Nick Foles is an interesting choice if he's available for the Dolphins. I haven't heard that. So, yeah, he'll go so, where the, he'll go where the offer and the money is, Ranieri, right? I mean, yes. the NFL. Listen, they're going. 
They're going Case Keenum. They're tanking. They're waiting for Tua next year. It's already that's already what Ross said. So that's that's what they're planning on doing. Case Keenum will be down here in two months. You think it's going to be Case? Really, huh? And he's going to tanks for Trevor Lawrence. At least I'll throw it to you. Last question. Trevor Lawrence looked really good. You know what? I also remember Cardell Jones looked really good in that championship game. Like people, I'm not comparing them, but this stuff of tank for two years to get a kid two years from now. I, you remember, Lisey, two years ago, they told Sam Darnold, they said teams in the NFL are going to tank to get you. He said, I wouldn't tank to get me. And yeah. I don't believe in tanking to get a specific player. If you want to remodel your franchise, fine. But if you're thinking, if you're an NFL general manager right now and you're putting your stock in a seven, an 18-year-old kid with long hair that's playing you know, varsity basketball right now, probably smoking a bong on campus, you got issues. Like, you can't be, oh, we're going to get saved by a kid two years from now. It's ridiculous. I couldn't agree more. I, again, that coach or GM might not be there in two years, especially with the win-now mentality. So if that's their plan, they shouldn't be coaching or, or more importantly, running an NFL team. Joe C. Great stuff, Joe. Thanks for the time. And uh, go for the two. What's your website, Joe, and your preview and everything? Because Joe's already doing previews for week one of college football. Yeah, these are great. You got Florida, Miami. I'm looking. I'm already reading about Florida, (laughs) Miami here. I didn't even know they were playing. (laughs) Yeah, week one is a little interesting. Not a lot of marquee games, but Auburn, Oregon's another one. So we'll see how that plays out later in August. But preview will be out in uh, second week of May. And uh, it's all available at gofortheto.com, the number two. All right. Thanks for the time, Lacey. Thanks for the time, Joe. Anytime, guys. Love the show. There's uh, Joe Joe Lisi uh, with his great stuff, fun stuff with Joe. Although we, we could probably get him a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's like joining us from the, the, the from the, the stadium in Indy. Yeah, yeah he's was, in, was he in the stadium bathroom? No, he was in the yeah, he's in a garage. He's a parking lot. Of, <laughs> it was good visuals. We're all over the place. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so dead serious. Uh, t- tough tough uh, board tonight. I see Harvard are eight and two. Uh, in this series against the Quakers, looking at the games tonight, I I'm more focused. I hate the um I hate the NBA right now. And Teddy can oh yeah it's easy it's easy. I like to see his account over the last couple of days. Um, yeah. um I'm going Alliance and it actually jumps off the page of me. I'm not kidding. Mettenberger came in through two touchdowns. The offense flowed a little bit. Memphis Express suck, but they're they're covering numbers, Joe. Even the Memphis Express plus six tomorrow. Even the Salt Lake Stallions, Orlando, I think, will struggle in the altitude going on the road. Salt Lake are going to be tough at home. Give me Salt Lake plus the four. Love the Commandos plus eight on Saturday. Give me the Commandos plus eight against Birmingham. And I'll lay the points with Arizona. Atlanta are terrible. Uh, give me Chicago tonight uh, over Atlanta, getting the two and a half, three, plus the over in that 230. I hate to do this, but give me the Washington Capitals tonight in the NHL. Thanks for tuning oh. in, everybody. Great job uh, in the pit. Guest, everyone else in between. Later. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. 
So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800 Once again, that's 800-932-5517. I can't picture you were an Aries, a type of guy. I know you're a degenerate, though, Joe. So, oh, absolutely. If it can be bet on, I'll watch it. We're good to go. Yeah, so you're, no... you're not above betting on a TFC or a Seattle Sounder game? <laughs> no, listen, we got a, a big local, uh, I don't know if Midget is politically correct, but little it's people uh, wrestling. No, 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 no Midget League. Been, wait, wait, wait. I, wait. I, a mid- I got a Midget League, and, uh, yeah, I've actually emceed it and, uh, and made a few bucks on it. So I got no problem with soccer. Okay, hold on. So, because you know, in, in Canada, they actually call, I don't even know this, Sean, um, like midget is, uh, well, I know there's a the little people midget. No, so I'm confused, though. So, you actually have emceed like little people soccer game, you mean? No, no, mi- wrestling, midget wrestling. Yes. Oh, midget uh, wrestling. Little people wrestling. wrestling. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, okay. wrestling. All right. Yeah, we got, we got them in people's backyard. I mean, it's actually b- pretty big down here in Miami. So they uh, they have a circuit, and they've got games, uh, matches oh. every weekend that you can bet on. Well, of course, it's Florida. I mean, yeah. Like, I think midget well. wrestling's fine. You could say that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was going to oh. say, little, you know. Um, little people wrestling? I've never heard that. That's even worse, yeah. yeah. it's bad. You yeah. can't do that. <laughs> Vertically no, challenged? Say, like, yeah. No, but like, you know, like, uh, you know, there's what, Pee Wee? Yeah. It's like basically hockey in Canada, baseball. Like, you got Adam, Pee Wee, Bantam. Yes. Okay. Midget. 
Yeah. So, like, when you people say, like, uh, like I played hockey, like midget, midget triple A. The people, it doesn't mean I played in, like, the, the Little League, like, Midget They AAA. really call it that? Yeah, no, general? it's called the Midget League, yeah. No kidding. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why. I learned something new. Yeah. But like I said, it's it's uh, Mosquito, Adam. I got you. Yeah. Peewee. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Bantam. Midget. I don't know why they came up with the Midget. But, like, it's just funny. Like, oh, you're in the Midget AAA League. It's almost like, yeah, you're, it's like playing, like, uh, Level five, like high school fun. It's like the elite of, you know what I mean? That's a big deal. Yeah. yeah I yeah. got to tell you, not easy to do the interviews after the matches either there, Gabe. I don't know if you ever tried to do that on a consistent basis. You always got to drop the microphone down. It's not uh, It's not an Listen, easy thing to do. I lived in Las Vegas. Uh, I lived in Las Vegas once and spent a few minutes with Bridget the Midget in an elevator, all right? So. <laughs> I remember coming out, somebody asked me, they're like, dude, what just happened? <laughs> me and a chick are like, you know, like after a little hug. <laughs>